It's not just another boring podcast from some loser broadcasting from his mom's basement. It's from his dingy garage instead. Whatever, man. We cover everything. Pop culture, food, let me guess, tacos again? That's that's what this show's about. Politics, sports, entertainment, and whatever the hell else is on his mind. I have an addictive personality. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Scared to tell us the city, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Terrible, 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 terrible. That was awful. What's good, y'all? Not the Super Bowl, apparently. That was terrible. Welcome to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I am your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner, my government name. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can go to iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, and Google Play. Do the search, the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Bam, you're in there. All episodes are up. You can listen. All right. We're going to make this first segment short because this will be the longest podcast I've ever done, and for a good reason. Um, real quick, Los Angeles cannot get past the Boston Jinx again. Damn, that was a bad Super Bowl. It was the, in the, the worst Super Bowl I've ever witnessed in my entire life. It was just bad. It was bad from start to finish. It stunk up the joint. And thank God, I want to shout out the Middleton family and the Wilson family, my family, and you'll hear... My man Paul, break down the night that we almost got killed in TJ in the third segment. But I want to say this real quick. Um, Los Angeles had another chance to redeem themselves against Boston and the New England area, and they failed. That's why I've never liked the Rams. You know, I got a lot of friends that are upset right now. Well, too damn bad. Y'all should have scored a damn touchdown. That was the worst performance I've ever seen by two teams in the Super Bowl. It was just bad. If it wasn't for being at a dope-ass Super Bowl party, I would have just turned it off straight up. It was terrible. I could have cleaned out my garage. I could have done anything else. Wasted my time. But, you know, I, I, the halftime show sucked. Everything sucked. And I love Big Boy from uh, Outcast, but damn, he was probably the only thing I, I enjoyed. That was a terrible Super Bowl. So I hope that whatever y'all got into with the fan bam or wherever you were, you know, celebrating and having fun at the party, that you had a good time with your friends that you were with or your family, because that game sucked terribly. I can't even believe two teams of that caliber put on a terrible display of I don't even know what to call that crap. It was awful. All right, enough of the Super Bowl. Football season is finally over. It's time for baseball, y'all. It's time for baseball. So it's the Dodgers against who in the American League? I'm just saying it right now. We're going back to the World Series. Mark the tape. World Series bound. But I'm not going to take up a lot of your time because, again, this is probably the longest. It is the longest uh, podcast I've ever done. Because I can't, I, you got to get to this. First, the first, uh, second segment, sorry. She's won six gold medals in the Olympics in 1996 and 2000. And she's also a uh, radio host, TV uh, analyst for Pac-12. And a damn good friend of mine, the great Amy Van Dyken, will be in segment two. And then the segment a lot of y'all have emailed me, text me, send me DMs about. In segment three, 
the man I've known for 37 years, Paul Wilson, a.k.a. P-Dub. I've, I've called him P-Dub my whole life, so it's weird to call him Paul, or I'll call him P. Um, he will definitely be on there. And now I will warn you, it is not for the kiddies. If you got kids listening, you do your parenting the way you, you want to, but I'm telling you right now, it's I wouldn't let my kids listen to that segment. They're banned from that. Even though I found out they listen to my podcast and make fun of me behind my back, and they were talking in code in the car. I heard it. Kendra, Savannah, I heard it. Think daddy don't know what he's doing. Uh-huh. So just know, uh, segment three with Paul, um, yeah, and it's a long one. You know, it's a long one. So you would definitely be entertained. And if you want to know more about me, my man spilled so much tea about our friendship. It, it was like the Boston Tea Party. It was terrible. It was so bad. <laughs> there was stuff I couldn't even remember. But that's probably from long-term memory loss of too much alcohol in the military. And probably before that. But anyways, so enough. I digress. The Super Bowl sucked. It was terrible, but I was at one of the best Super Bowl parties I've ever been to. And again, shout out to Michelle and Mike and my, my second mom, Cindy, and Joanne and Paul and Caden and Harper and, you know, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, um, Larry, Moe, and Curly, you know, everybody else that was there, you know, just chilling out. Had a great time. It was, a, it was amazing. And thank you, Fan Bam, for allowing my family to come to yours. You know, because we're all family. And that was the savior of the damn Super Bowl for me. You know, the food was bomb. Joanne hooked up some bomb-ass wings. Like, I swear I would put up some money for her to do a business because they were that good. And I don't just say that about any anybody in, in their cooking. I'm very picky. You know, doesn't look like it because my ass is fat. Well, my stomach's fat. I ain't got no ass. I got a back with a crack on it. But I will say this. It was bomb, Joanne. Just, just know that. Um. So I'm not going to digress, like I said. Let's go ahead and get to Amy right now. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. We're back on the Big Brother Jake Podcast, and right now I am honored. It's a privilege. One of my most favorite people on the planet by far. Ladies and gentlemen, Mrs. Amy Van Dyken Rowan is in the building. How you doing? We're really on the phone. How you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm doing awesome, Jake. How are you? I'm so good right now. I'm. I mean, we haven't talked in a long time. Yeah. You know, and full disclosure, we both worked at Fox Sports Radio, but she's accomplished a hell of a lot more than just that, of course. <laughs> and we'll get into that. But uh, just wanted to catch up with you and talk with you and have you on the podcast. I know. I'm so excited because I am a loyal listener. So what is it? Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> Very excited to be here. <laughs> so flattered. That's, that's, man, I'm saving that, cutting that tape up right there, knowing that Amy <laughs> listens to the podcast. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, your big gain of fame, you know, De- Denver's own Amy Van Dyken, six-time gold medal Olympic winner. Now, mm-hmm. you know, the Super Bowl just passed, you know, as we record this, you know, it's going to happen this weekend, but, you know, yep. we're, I'm just going to say that. Um, what is it like to compete at the highest level and achieve the highest award? Oh, man, I'll tell you, you know, when you watch this stuff on TV as a kid, you always say, man, I would love to be there someday. And then, like, you start working towards it, and then all of a sudden, like, you're in the Olympic Village and you've got all of this swag 
that has a USA on it <laughs> right. and it's got a flag on it. And then you get the swim cap with your last name on it with the flag. And it is the most surreal thing ever. And one thing that a lot of people didn't um, kind of understand was that when we were in the United States for the 96 games in Atlanta, mm-hmm. it freaked a lot of us out because we usually swim overseas. Right. We don't really swim a lot in the United States. And so when they say, you know, so-and-so from the United States, we would get a couple of golf claps, a lot of booze. <laughs> so when we all of a sudden had all these people cheering for us, like it was kind of freaky. We were like, wait a minute, are we in the twilight zone? So it was really cool. And to be able to do it in my own country was the best thing ever. I'll tell you what, I'm going to be honest with you because yes, you know do. my husband, my husband played in two Super Bowls. Yes, so he I'm going to tell you, they've got it way better than the Olympians do because even what? for the families, you have got the, you know, the charter jet, mm-hmm. you know, where they bring the candy bars and they bring the ice cream and then you get on the bus and it's like a whole motor train right. is sitting there, you know, and you're like, oh my gosh, you're shutting down the highway for me. That's <laughs> pathetic. Like, so they have it way better than the Olympians do. <laughs> oh, that's, that's kind of cold blooded though. I mean, I mean, I get it, but you're representing the country. You should get a little more special treatment than that. Come on, man. We're, we're lucky to even get some TV time. Day, so. <laughs> I love Amy. She keeps it real, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't even compose myself because I, we have so much fun together. And when, when we get together, we just talk and we laugh. And yep. it's just a lot of fun. Okay. You're listening to Amy yeah. Van Dyke and Rowan here on the Big Brother Jake <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so take me back, Amy. Yep. All right. The biggest coolest thing that ever happened to you after you came home with the gold oh my gosh okay so it was at um one of the celebratory cocktail parties that they had for Mm -hmm. myself and dan o'brien and michael johnson they were track athletes obviously everybody Mm -hmm. knows who they are right so we were there and all of a sudden billy baldwin you know the cute one (laughs) right he was like hey amy come on over here and sit down let's chat for a minute and i was like um, Billy, Billy Baldwin knows my name. Wow. It was so cool. And then I was in New York, like shortly after the game mm-hmm. and I'm going through Times Square and I look up and there is my milk ad and it's like <laughs> 10 stories high. I was like, Oh my gosh, you got Amy in a speedo <laughs> in Times Square. <laughs> got a lot of people really staring cool. at it. Probably like, Hey, <laughs> Jake, I got some letters and I'm like, listen, <laughs> listen, people and stop writing me from prison. <laughs> there's no way we can connect right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amy's crazy, man. That's what I love. I love talking to you because you just don't care. No filter. No. And that's no, what I, I like. Now, one of my one of my dreams that I've always wanted to do, I always wanted to be famous, right? I always right. wanted to be interviewed by David Letterman. Okay. Mm. How was mm-hmm. that? That's gotta be off the hook, man. It was so crazy. So there's a couple of rules before you go on, right? And so one of them, well, first of all, the studio is as cold as everybody makes it so, out. To so you. that's the not a lie. Not a lie. It was the coldest studio I've ever been in. Wow. And he had me sit there for a while. And so I looked at my nails and like they were turning purple. It was so cold. <laughs> oh, man. Another rule is, and I, you'll notice this, like if you look back at the old tapes, mm-hmm. when people go to hug him, they say, do not grab him high around the neck because he has a really bad neck. Oh, wow. So I'm like, okay, so I got to remember this stuff. So <laughs> sat down, 
he was amazing. And they said that he's really good to athletes because he really respects them. Yes. Unlike actors and actresses, which I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> he was amazing. And they came to get me off after the interview. Mm-hmm. And um, Dave's there lighting his cigar and the producer's like, okay, Amy, it's time to come off. And Dave goes, Whoa, whoa, who do we have next? Right. We, we don't have a sit down. Right. And they're like, Oh, Mr. Letterman, we have Hootie and the Blowfish. And he goes, oh, God, Amy just told me she's a huge fan of Hootie and the Blowfish. If we take her off, I'm going to get letters. I don't want letters. <laughs> okay, Mr. Letterman, Miss Van Dyke, just sit here and, and, you know, just, you know, be quiet, basically, is what they said. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they got up. And Dave's sitting there. He's smoking a cigar. And he puffs. And he looks at me. He goes, do you by any chance like Hootie and the Blowfish? I was like, <laughs> yes, actually, I do. So then we sat there and we some small talk during commercial. And he goes, oh, you've got asthma, right? And I go, yeah. And he goes, I've got asthma too. Probably not a good idea for me to be smoking the cigar around either of us, right? I'm like, yeah, probably not. He's just sitting <laughs> so there puffing. Yeah, he just puffed it away. I'm like, don't mind me. I've got my inhaler in my pocket. It's fine. Right. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, he was so awesome. Like, I just, he was one of my all time favorite people that I ever got yes, to Yes, I love with. David Letterman. Yes. Yeah. Big fan. I love his new show. Have you seen that new one? Yes. Uh, is it Netflix? Oh, love. Yeah, that guy. He, he. What I like is he's a little more candid, you know, because you yes. don't get that side of him that, that he was doing every night at late night. So watching that show and how he goes in depth with, he's always been a great interviewer. So, right. you know, some of the, the subjects he's interviewed on there, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing show. He's an amazing guy. And yeah, I, I'm just, it. I've always wanted to be a guest, but I guess that yeah. passed already. I, that, that, that well, ship has sailed for me. <laughs> oh, he could, he could revamp Netflix, right? I mean, he's, sure. I, from what I understand, he's coming back for another season. Right. You never know. I mean, if people get their minds together and do what they're supposed to do and listen to the Big Brother Jake podcast, yeah. then we'll be okay and you'll be on there. That's what I'm talking about. Right. That's a ringing endorsement right there, people. Make me number one. Yes, please. <laughs> Trending, number one. That's I don't right. Know what this all means. Yes, number one. <laughs> you listen to Amy Van Dyke and on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Now, Amy, you make the transition after, you know, you, you, you win your six gold medals, which I've been honored to wear and have pictures with them. Thank you very <laughs> much right. for that moment. And there's another moment it. I'm going to touch on towards the end of the interview here. But you make the transition from <laughs> athlete to the media. <laughs> Right. <laughs> did, did I shake you there? <laughs> yeah, because it just—it doesn't sound right, does it? I mean, no, like... no, no. But but you're so naturally like you know you take over the room. You know your vibe is dope. So it's like it's a natural fit to me because after getting to know you, you're who you are on the air and off the air. There's no yeah. fake persona. This no, is you. Not. Sadly, this is me. You can tweet me at. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> oh, sugar. Yeah, it was. You know, it's funny because Jake, you and I have talked about this, right? Like, yeah. I went to school to be a high school biology teacher at a school for the deaf. Right, right. right. Like, that's what I went to school to do. Yes. And then all of a sudden, I come out of the 2000 games and. Uh, you know, I'm kind of doing the media thing. And then in Colorado, they have this quote unquote celebrity sports caster uh-huh. thing. And I went and did it and got hired on the spot That's so to dope. cover the Salt Lake City games. And then I'm like, oh, no. Then I got hired to do another thing with uh, Fox Sports uh, Rocky Mountain uh-huh. which was back in the day. Yeah. And I did this huge thing and it was up for an Emmy. We didn't win, but it was still pretty cool. You got robbed. You can't I win everything, robbed. Amy. You can't win everything. You can, Come it, on. It like, save it for some people. It was a bunch of crap, and you know it. I do, though. You should have won. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. And then I I fell into radio, right? And I just loved it. And I've been my whole life ever since. And 
I don't know sign language to save my life anymore. I know some of the bad words, but that's basically it. <laughs> so, I know how to tell people they're number one. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Me too. And the sit and spin. <laughs> oh, I ain't going to be able to get through this because you're going to have me laughing too. Because <laughs> the last podcast I had my man James Washington, two-time yeah. Super Bowl winner on, and I yeah. laughed at the whole thing and he was like, man, you got to stop, man. I'm trying to get my oh. words out. But I was like, hell no. You know, because no. I have fun. We have fun. And we used to have a lot of fun when, you know, you came over to Fox Sports Radio. And I was like, oh, snap. Amy Van Dyken's going to be here. Like, she's going to work here. And I wasn't, like, full-time on the show. I'd fill in and, you know, whatever. But every time I got to fill in on the board, like, I was always excited because I knew we would have a hell of a good time. Like, every right. single time. It's like a big right. party, you know. And, right. And the thing I loved about it was you were so honest and raw and I remember one time, because I'm scared of human resources, like, yeah. I'm terrified, because the Navy made me that way, okay? The Navy would tell, right. if you do this, you do that, you're going to be punished and go to hell, like, damn, okay. Right, right. right I don't want to do nothing that gets me in trouble, right? Right. So, I remember, like, there's all of us talking, some locker room talk, and I'm like, yo, yep. chill, Amy's coming in, and she's like, man, shut the hell up, man, and yeah. you, you join us, and I'm like, hell yeah, I like this one, man, she cool. And listen, Jake, I have said this, and I said this just actually the other day, like, uh-huh. if this whole, you know, the way that the country is going and the world's going... If it reverses on women, I am screwed. <laughs> some of the things that we did, not even that cool. Not even PC. I should have been fired well before it was fired. I mean, we did some things and we talked about some stuff that, oh boy, it was fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had some fun. Definitely on that show with you and uh, yes. Rob Dibble. Lots of fun. There was one time I remember because we worked right next to Nikki Six. Okay. Oh. Okay, yeah. See, and I remember the very first time I saw you see him. I, I had never seen somebody like, excuse me, I'll be right back. <laughs> I've never seen somebody blush so hard. I was like, man, she's a real fan, like, for real. And <laughs> Yes, I had his posters on my wall until uh-huh. I left for college. Like, he was my guy. I would call like Domino's or Pizza Hut like delivery and be like, yeah, this is Mrs. Nikki Six. I need a pizza. <laughs> and like, it was weird. Like I thought I was going to marry this guy. But then when I go and I do my audition and I walk down the hall and I'm like, <gasps> yeah, sense is here. I freaked out, Jake. I freaked out. I remember. And I Rob. I was like, when does he come in? And he's like, no, no, no. He comes in well before us. Well, you better believe I started showing up early. <laughs> You were always early, but you were like early, early. Well, I was really early until some of the bosses were like, hey, Nikki, you got to go meet Amy. And that's when you were there. Yeah. I mean, I was sweating. Yeah, you were. My God, like I couldn't even speak on the air. It was bad. I remember because, you know, you went, you met him, you got your pictures with him and stuff like that. And (laughs) you were so giddy. And then like the whole show, you were just like looking in the air. I'm like, uh. Hello, you're married. <laughs> She's like, shut up, Jake. Don't, don't take my shine. That's right. Stop stealing my thunder. That's my right. <laughs> but that's, I don't know why. I mean, we've had a lot of fun moments on the air, but that moment yep. stood out to me because, you know, <laughs> Motley Crue, world famous, yep. you know, and here's Nikki Six. And he's a cool dude, by the way. Like, oh, yeah. down oh, to yeah. earth, always would come in, hey, how you guys doing, you know? And yep. that, it yep. was always cool to see that, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
I think, and it's it's so funny too because you know people are always like, oh, when people fangirl out around you, you're so nice. I'm like, because trust that I have done that to people, right? As well, and I know how I felt, right? Like as soon as the person leaves, you're like, oh my god, I should have should have totally done this. Yes, could have done that, you know. And so I get it, like I totally get it. Uh-huh. But I do fangirl out, and I swear, if I were to see him again, I would probably pass out and be like, Nick, you remember me? Oh. <laughs> I get that because I've I've had two fanboy moments, okay. The okay. first one was Magic Johnson. Like, I'm a mm. huge Laker fan. I, I work for the Clippers yeah. now, full disclosure, but I, <laughs> which makes this very – last night's game was very difficult for me. But <laughs> – and the Lakers won. Yay, right? I guess I can yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there so, you go. There you go. <laughs> but um, I, I went to – Magic and Larry Bird had a movie premiere in Westwood, okay, okay here in L.A., and I was invited. Uh, a, a, a mutual friend, Mike Pearson, that worked yep. at Fox Sports Radio. We call him yep. Ty. He was like, yo, Jake, man. This is how he talked. Yo, Jake, man, I got a hookup for you. You got to come <laughs> with right. me to the movie theater. You know, out in Westwood for the movie premiere. I'm like, man, I don't want to go to no damn premiere. He's like, trust me, you want to go to this one. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. So then I go, we look. Holy crap, it's Magic Johnson. And um, <laughs> I'm sitting there giddy the whole time they show the movie. I'm not even paying attention. I see right. where he's sitting. They put him in the front of the theater so he can't escape out. So I already made oh. my plan where I'm going to go to get a picture. I oh, run. yeah. The movie ends. I beeline it, bam! I leap, and my fat ass, you know, I'm big, okay? But my fat ass leaped over like seven <laughs> rows of seats. I kid you not. Got my picture, looks like I was photobombing Magic Johnson. But I got my photo. That's the first one. My second one was Ice Cube. And that was Ooh. at the Laker Parade in 2009 at the LA Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, we got passes through um, our bosses. You know, I uh-huh. begged and begged and begged. I said, I'll work overtime, whatever. Like, no, we got you. So they, they, they were actually field passes. We got to go down on the court because they brought the court oh. from Staples Center, right? Oh, and, wow. <laughs> and so they were like, yeah, you can come on board. And I was like, yo, that's Ice Cube. And Cube's like, hey, can you do me a favor? I'm like, yo, whatever you need. Yo, my, yeah. my son, which is O'Shea Jackson Jr. that wasn't straight out of Compton, he doesn't know how to work my camera. Can you take a family photo? I'm like, bro, oh. I'll do a whole photo shoot for you if you give oh. me a picture. So he did, though. And, and then he was like, yo, why don't you just chill with us the rest of the parade time? I was oh. like, What? I was bugging. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> that is really cool. Like, that's just neat, right? Like, when people yes. do that, you know, yeah. like Snoop Dogg did that to me. Yeah, I remember, to, yeah. Right? He just came up and he's like, hey, girl, how you doing? Right. Goes, Good to see you. Gives me this big hug. I'm like, can I take a picture? He's like, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's just so, right? And it's like, blows you away. Yeah. Like, These guys are supposed to be like, gangster rap, like, right? you know, totally hardcore. <laughs> They're just, cool. like, so sweet. <laughs> and I remember, because when I saw the picture on Instagram, I was like, yeah. Hey, you got a picture with Snoop. Yo, that's dope. You know, she's like, yeah, it was so nice to me. I'm like, everyone's nice to Amy because Amy's cool peoples, man. <laughs> well, either that or I will get in your grill and I will make you. you nice you're you're damn right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you ain't taking crap from nobody. Uh, no, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Amy Van Dyke in here on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Now, Amy, I got to say, um, I know I'm kind of changing the subject a little bit, but okay. I remember going on Instagram. Uh, a few years ago, matter of fact, it's 2014, mm-hmm. and I saw you in the hospital. You, you mm-hmm. posted a picture of you being in the hospital, and you know mm-hmm. me because after you left Fox, you know we always kept in touch. I always like, right. hey, how you doing? I miss you. I'm gonna go out to Arizona. Let me know when you're available. But you're so busy, yeah. I can't get a hold of you. You know, but and that's fine. That's fine. I'm kind of throwing right. you out there like that. That's mean. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you send a picture so nonchalant of you in the hospital. Yeah. And because I'm who I am, I'm like. Are you good? You need anything? Like you need me to come out there? You're like, no, I'm good. 
And so I'm like, thinking, okay, she's just there. And then right. I go on the news and I see, oh my God, what, what the hell is this? And I see that you're in an ATV accident and, right. you know, if you don't mind going down that road, can you kind of yeah. tell us like that night, like mm-hmm. what happened and, and the, yeah. the chain of events that followed? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, that day was just, it was totally a normal day, right? Mm-hmm. You know, woke up and walked the dog and I went to CrossFit and I was talking to the guy who owned the CrossFit box. His mm-hmm. name was DJ and he happened to be a firefighter. Um, and, you know, he's like, come to the firefighter games. We're like, no, not going. Right. Went home and I had been tree bashing on my ATV a couple days before this. So like, you know, I've fallen off this thing. I know how it works. I know mm-hmm. whatever. And my husband, Tom and I, we went to dinner and the place we went to dinner is about, it was a quarter of a mile away from our house. Right. And that's and, something you used to do all the time, right? You would. Yeah. 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 Not a big deal. Cause in the neighborhood that we were at, um, cause we, this is our house in the mountains in Arizona. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a golf community. So no one really drives their car. Right. Mm-hmm. So they like, you know, take their skateboards or motorcycles or hoverboards or whatever. And so that's just what we did. Now we could have walked, but Jake, you remember my shoes. I wear big girl shoes. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) I am six feet tall, but I insist on being at least six, 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 seven. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Because then I can poke someone in the eye when they're smarty pants. Exactly. I ain't messing with you, by the way. You gangsta. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Totally gangsta. (laughs) So so that night we decided we go, we go to dinner, right? And we have Mm -hmm. dinner. And, you know, I remember distinctly what I had. I mean, I had trout and steamed broccoli, which is nothing significant right. but i'm never going to forget it of course and i do remember standing up and pushing in my chair and that's where my memory completely stops oh wow um so what people have told me because there were a lot of people around i mean it was mm-hmm. dinner time and um you know the sun wasn't down yet and tom was there so i got on my atv and tom was dillying around with his motorcycle and he looked up and he said he thought what does she think she's doing mm-hmm. and he said the freakiest thing was there was not a sound and there was not even a flicker of a brake light wow. i hit a curb and went right over a 6 foot cliff mm. and he went down and he looked and he saw me and i was face down and he could see that my back was broken oh, so it was wow. pretty bad mm. and he gets down there and i wasn't breathing and he rolled me over lifted up my neck and i started convulsing and my eyes went two different directions mm. Now, if you know about the whole NFL concussion yes. protocol, mm-hmm. you know that that is a bad one. Like Absolutely. That's not, yes. not yes. even cute. Right. right so right. Um, my first responder got there and he was a guy who I worked out with earlier that day, DJ, mm-hmm. who owned mm-hmm. the CrossFit box. And um, they got me in the flight for life. And they told Tom, they said they weren't even worried about my back. Didn't even matter. They right. said, we just need you to be prepared. She's probably going to be a vegetable mm. because her brain injury is so bad. And anyway, I end up going to um, Osborne Hospital Trauma Center. Um, my doctor tells me later he shut down that trauma center and all the trauma centers around that he could have been called to. And you know me, I'm like, why? Because I have gold medals. And he's like, no, <laughs> honey, it was it was really bad. So what it ended up happening was when my T11 and T12 dislocated, my T12 actually was touching my aorta. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they had to back it out. Now, when I went into surgery, I was on Dilaudid, Jake. You know, you've seen mm-hmm. me on Red Wine Friday. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember Red Wine Friday. <laughs> right. We had a hoot. So you can imagine oh, me on yeah. some Dilaudid. Yeah. So yeah. I get in there and the, my last words, thank goodness they say me because I see people and it's a really quiet operating room. Uh-huh. But a lot of times when I go in there, you know, they're loud. They've got music. This was quiet. Right. And they had a bunch of people that were lined up against the wall and everyone had waiters on and these people had igloo coolers. And my last words could have been, oh, my gosh, it's a party. B-Y-O-B. Yeah. <laughs> so, so 
Thank goodness they, they got me out of there. Uh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, what were her last words, doctor? <laughs> I, that would be you. That's totally you right there. It'll be on my tombstone. Party till the end. Right? You're stupid. Oh, my God. But, yeah, and so, you know, they were there to get my organs, right, which is not a cute look. Um, And I came out, and um, I'm paralyzed from my belly button down, Mm -hmm. and I have not let that stop me. I'm getting ready to compete in the CrossFit Open. That's um, amazing. I saw that, yes. So, yeah, so I just I, I just still do everything that I did before. I just do it a little slower sometimes, a little differently some other times, and, hey, we just rock it out. Absolutely. You're listening to Big Brother Jake podcast with my special guest, uh, Amy Van Dyke. And, Amy, I got to say, you, you inspire me a lot um, mm-hmm. because your attitude about the whole thing, you know, most people could say, you know what, forget it. Life sucks. Things have changed. My life's never going to be the same. But you've always, I mean, before the accident, you've always had a zest for life. Like everything interests you. You love talking to people. You're so interested in everything. You want to learn about things and learn about people and bring the best out of people. And I think, honestly, um, since this has happened, I see that at like a a plus 100 with you because (laughs) you're you're going all over the country doing speaking engagements and, Mm -hmm. and you don't let anything stop you at all and i right. admire the hell out of you for that and oh, you know thank you no, i really do and i mean that and this isn't just you know for show like you know i would yeah. tell you this on the phone or on a text yeah but when i saw that like and, and you know my wife soma and my kids mm-hmm. love you and i'm gonna tell a story about the kids that you did that was so cool because I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna brag on you but <laughs> when i i was actually watching the news and then i told my wife and we were in there and we were crying and I remember and I'm trying not to do it now I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it but I won't because you'll kick my ass like you know or slap me at (laughs) least you know you'll run me over (laughs) that's right run the big toe over I'm not trying to be mean sorry if I came out wrong but you know what I mean Um, no I gotcha I know I know so people are gonna be like damn he's messed up for saying that no whatever you're not messed up at all no because we know each other and like you don't take it that way so I had to qualify that sorry I do not take it that way (laughs) but I remember when I one of the times I called you Shortly after it happened, I think when you got out of the hospital, because I, I wanted to wait, you know, and yeah. I was kind of down when I called you and you were like, look, don't treat me different. Don't act different. We're still mm-hmm. cool. You're my little bro. I'm your big sis. <laughs> right. S- stop with the attitude. I'm going to kick your ass straight yeah. up. And you were like that. And I changed. I was like, that's Amy. Like, I shouldn't be different. And that's what I admire about you. You go about your life the way you, you do. And you, you know, you just go full force all the way out. And right. I love well, that about like you. That- that's what you've got to do, right? Like we all have stuff. Sure. So my stuff is just that, you know, I can't walk and I can't feel anything from right. the belly button down, right? Mm-hmm. We don't need to go into detail. Right. So that's, <laughs> right. that's really fun when you have really bad Mexican food. Cause then I'm like my little you know, <laughs> two year old niece running around going, Hey, we're both in a diaper. Isn't that cute? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm sorry. Well, well I mean, you know, it can be funny. <laughs> Well, just the way you say it, man, it's just hilarious. I'm sorry. Because, you know, it, because it's funny. Like, you have to laugh at this. Right, right. Like, right. It's just, but this is my stuff. But we all mm-hmm. have stuff. And sure. what I try to tell people is that my stuff is no bigger than anybody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? It, right. It's just, it's more visible. Right. And sometimes it's the stuff that's not visible that is the bigger deal. Right. You know, so, 
you know, I, I appreciate you saying all of that, but uh, you know, I, I know you and I know that you've gone through your own stuff mm-hmm. and to me, that's inspiring. You know what oh, I mean? Man. So, you know, I just want everyone to know that, you know, just because mine's visible doesn't make it bigger or better than anybody else's. Right. And see, that's, that's the approach you always have taken. Like you're never one to make anything about yourself. And, and that's what's <laughs> so admirable about you. You've always put other people first and you, mm. you, you're always one to deflect like, no, no, it's not about me. It's about you, you know, and you right. always make everyone feel special. And, you know, mm. you know, which I'm going to tell the story. Don't get mad. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget this. And I'll never, I, I'm forever indebted to you for this. And, and I'm going to let the world know, all six people that listen to this podcast, I'm going to let oh, them all shut know. Up. <laughs> shut up. Number one. <laughs> I can't, thank you. Yeah, let's make it number one, people. That's um, right. <laughs> I came into work really sad one day. And I normally don't because, like, when I know I'm going to work with you guys, I'm super hyped, you know. Yeah. And um, I was bumming. And you're like, Jake, what's going on? I'm like, nah, I'm good. She's like, you know, you're like, no, nah, stupid ass. You yeah. need to tell me what's going on. I'm like, okay. Right, <laughs> right. My daughter had a bad day at school. You know, like some kids were messing with her. My my daughter's big. Like she's a yeah. big girl, you know. Not not fat, yeah. but like muscular, you know. Right. And uh, I was like, you know, she's a swimmer and she's bummed. And, you know, I, I just, there's nothing I could do. She was crying and I had to leave to work, you know, because you're on the radio. You got to be on the air. Bam, you got to right. go. And I had to leave her crying, and um, I just don't know what I would do, you know, or what I can do to make her happy. You're like, I'll tell you what, bring her up here on Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring my medals, and I'm gonna show her, you know, all the stuff I did in the Olympics and everything. And I was like, you would do that for me. You're like, yeah. And <laughs> so I bring her up, and to this day, she's now 13. I think she was like seven or eight at the time, but now she's 13. Uh, yep. Yeah. To this day, she talks about how cool it was that she was with a six-time gold medal Olympic winner, mm-hmm. winner, you know, that was on a Wheaties box, that, that met <laughs> Oprah, went free, that's done <laughs> all this great stuff, and she still brags to her friends about it, shows the picture off, and, and it, you made me a cool dad that day, so, like, I am, oh. like, forever indebted to you for that. <laughs> oh, I remember that. They were I remember what I was wearing. I mean, yeah. I was wearing like a gray sweatshirt. Yes. I was wearing like some black pants, uh-huh. and my hair up in a pony. Yep. I remember they came in and we had them take the medals and put them on and wear them yep. and take pictures and they were so sweet. And <laughs> you know, you. here's the thing. Like I I was a lot of people don't know this. I was bullied bad in high school. Like wow. really bad. Really? To, yeah, to the point where like uh, like I had migraines and I just didn't want to go to school. Like it was pretty bad. And you know, like I say, everybody goes through their stuff, but I know what it's like to feel like the odd person out. Right. And right. I know what it's like when, you know, people are, are saying things to you that you know, aren't true, but it still hurts. Mm-hmm. So when you said that to me, like it just hit home and I was like, uh-uh. yeah. like, no way we're going to make this girl feel special because she is. <laughs> yeah. And you. forget all those other people because they are not special. <laughs> 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 moment they were not they no, were not i no. didn't care you know so no. thank you for saying that i do still have those pictures and i look at those often and then i see your kids that you post the pictures now i'm like these are not the same children <laughs> no, <laughs> they're just too big they're huge now like they're yes, they're huge yes. and and it's funny because my babies you know before i came in here to do the interview they're like please tell miss amy we love her and we want to see her oh. one day so i'm like i'm gonna try and make it out to see her we'll all oh. go you know yeah so we got to make that happen i'm kind of putting you on blast right now like we need to make that, that happen 
That's fine. Well, I've got some stuff that I've got to take care of at UCLA, which Ooh. is double top secret. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, and so I will be out here for a little while and I will absolutely come and see you because it'll yeah. be kinda, you know, yeah, that'll be fun. And we'll go and we'll get tacos because I know you. Oh, you, you talking my language right now. Uh, right. I understand <laughs> tacos. Every time you post about tacos, I start, I'm like, Tom, we got to go to Mexican food tonight. I'm craving it for some reason. <laughs> I wonder why. Cause I only post it a hundred times a week, but <laughs> that's right. Cause tacos are the best. Hey, but I've lost 27 pounds since Thanksgiving. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying to be little brother Jake, you know? That's right. Well, congratulations on that. I know you work on that so hard. I so do, congrats, because that, that's the one thing I've not conquered in life is, you know, getting rid of this fat. But <laughs> Yeah, well, you and me both. Yeah, oh, I mean, stop it. You look good. Trust me. Trust me. You look good. You're so cute. You're so cute. <laughs> you are awesome. I'm blushing already. One more thing, be- one more thing before you go. Okay. Uh, I, can you please speak on your foundation and, and tell the people about Amy's Army and the Amy Van Dyken Foundation, please? Get the yes. Out, please. So the big umbrella is the Amy Van Dyken Foundation. And the yes. small one that we go up by is Amy's Army. Yes. Um, and that got formed by a bunch of people when I was in the hospital. They started calling themselves Amy's Army. And so <laughs> I got out of the hospital. I'm like, we have to do something. So what we do, what a lot of you guys don't understand is um, insurance will pay for one wheelchair every five years, which mm. for me is fine. Right. I don't need anything else. But a child, yeah. right? Think about a child, how they grow from the age of one. And yes, there are one-year-olds that are paraplegics mm-hmm. um, th- from the age of one to five and five to 10 and 10 to 15 and on and on. I mean, you grow a lot. So right. the wheelchairs that insurance allows you to get are basically the ones that you see in the hospitals or the airports, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's 70 that pounds. The padding is awful. Like mm-hmm. it's awful for mom and dad to pick those up. Um, so anyway, Amy's army donates custom wheelchairs to kids 18 and under that need them and can't afford them by themselves because we want kids to know that they are special. They deserve to be special. Um, and they deserve to be cool. And if they want a purple wheelchair, they got it. A pink one, they got it. That's if they cool. want wheels that light up, they got it. So that's what we do. Wow. So thank you for, for mentioning that because, um, we've made a lot of people's lives a lot better. So it makes me really excited for, for what's to come. You know, that, and, and that's amazing that you take the time out. And, and, and what I love the most um, is you, like, when you see the kids, you light up. And yeah. I always love watching how you interact with kids, you know, that, that, that are in wheelchairs. And, and, and I've seen where you've delivered wheelchairs to these kids and how excited they get. And, yep. you know, because it's custom made, like how they want it. And it's like, oh, they, yep. I have a voice. And yeah. what, what you're doing is God's work. I mean, it's amazing what you do. And it's just an extension of how great of a person you are. And I know you don't like that I'm saying all this nice stuff about you because you probably <laughs> want to slap the hell out of me right now. But I yes. don't care. I know you do. And I want the world to know how great you are. And Amy, like, you're an inspiration to so many people. You're loved by a lot of people, including the Warner household. My, hmm. my government name. And um, <laughs> But you're an amazing person. And, you know, I would do anything you need. You know, I'll walk to the... Hell's of fire for you. You just say the word. You know I got your back. Always. I know you do. I know you do, Jake. And it means so much to hear that from you because, you know, it's funny. You can hear that from, you know, outsiders. But when you've got someone who is on the inside, you know, and like uh-huh. you down deep. And when someone says it like that, it really means a lot. So I really appreciate you saying that. It means the world to me. And, and I appreciate you. And Amy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Like this is this is a highlight for me. I mean. 
I'm not the one that usually interviews. I usually help produce right. them, you know, but right. the, the tables have turned and, but it, it's, it's so much fun to talk to you and, and, and just relive some of the times we had. And, and, you know, I love you for life and you know, I got you anything you ever need in life. I'm there. I, the first thing smoking, you know that. I know. And, and right back at you, my friend. So listen, you give your babies a big hug and your wife a big smooch for me. I just adore you guys. And thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. It was so fun talking to you. And thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. We're back on the Big Brother Jake Podcast. And I've been waiting for this moment for a very long time. Somebody that... You've heard his story and mine. Uh, somebody I've known for 37 motherfucking years. <laughs> and there'll be some cursing. So, hey, you got kids listening. You better just mute it now. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, Paul Wilson, a.k.a. P-Dub, is wow. in the building live in San Diego. That's a build-up right there. You know it. <laughs> Talk about fucking putting pressure on a motherfucker. What's good, Pete? It's good. It's good. Man, you know. A lot of people, and we're going to get to, <laughs> we're still talking, <laughs> just so people know, <laughs> he's alive, uh, and we're going to get to that in a minute, but um, because we, I want his side of the story. I want your side of the story For sure. of what happened that For night. Because sure. there was some shit left out. <laughs> Not a lot, but just little detail stuff. I that, didn't exaggerate anything, did I? First of all. Uh, no. Okay. No. Okay. okay. I wouldn't say you exaggerate anything too much. <laughs> Okay, so uh, depends <laughs> with the ladies I do. Um, <laughs> but first of all, my man P is a diehard Laker fan. Okay, and uh, I, so much so, and you'll see the picture that I post uh, of him posing. The purple microphone cord with the yellow microphone muff <laughs> had to happen be- because he was like, uh, "Look, you know, he's already mad at me. I'm working for the Clippers, you know. Yep. But you know, I got to feed my family, and it was away in the radio, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm mm-hmm. just saying, there's love there. I still love my Lakers, though, man. Yeah. Like, you give me a hard time over that. I, I have to a little bit just because <laughs> a lot of the promotion oh, is some man. fucking blue and red shit. <laughs> And so, you know, and then it just gets skipped over with Dodger baseball crap. Sorry, not a baseball fan. So you don't like me for that. Too bad. And then, of course, the L.A. Char- <coughs> oh, San Diego Chargers oh, ooh, yeah. to somehow get love out of this mouth okay, okay, every but, once in a while. But I never say Los Angeles Chargers. I can't say it. I can't no. say it, bro. So as a real friend of like <laughs> lifelong friend, yes. I have to give you shit. I have to give you shit. <laughs> Otherwise, fine. what the fuck am I doing as a friend? <laughs> I can't always just be like, hey, good job, homie. Way to go, dog. You know, and that's why I've loved you like my whole life, man. Because and I'll say this about you, because you know, <laughs> when you met me, I was I was quiet. You know that's true. Yeah, yeah. I was quiet. Shy, very quiet. Shy, which is like people uh, he's shy. Yeah, I was I was really shy. But the thing is, um, you know, because I was scared of my dad, and I, I would always creep around. Like, the man scared everybody, okay? Yeah, same here. I had a mother who didn't <laughs> fucking play either, so. So I, I was kind of shy, but I don't know. I think I said, you know, you invited We, we played ball, you know. We've we known each other since kindergarten, but really got tight in, like, sixth grade. And um, I said something one day, and I saw you laughing so hard. I can't remember what I said, but you laughed so hard, and I never made anyone laugh that hard before. <laughs> like, you were dying. Like, your face was red. And I was like... 
yeah, you know, this is who I am. And he was like, dude, that's who you need to be. You know, he got me to dance with girls because I was scared of him. I had no confidence. And let me tell you about this motherfucker right here. You know, this dude can dance. This this white boy, he was one of the brothers in the hood, man. This dude can, he can oh, cut stop, a rug. Stop it, stop it. Keep oh. going. Keep going. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, so he... You did baseball, but that was what you were into. Yeah, let's yeah, go for this closure right yeah, now. Unfortunately, my whole childhood was nothing but soccer, <laughs> soccer and, and baseball, baseball, the widest freaking sports you could play, <laughs> obviously, but I, I had no love for it. Uh, to be quite honest, when I met Jake, I mean, I knew Jake growing up because uh, yeah. we shared mutual friends right. uh, on the block, but sixth grade really brought us yeah, together and absolutely. it had yeah. to do with basketball. Yes. You know, we were looking for something to do during recess to keep us really like busy. And we thought of this like three on three year round tournament right. that, I mean, I'm telling you guys, we broke it down where we made a trophy out of cardboard yes. so that the yes. winner, you know, and we, we kept stats in the whole nine. The like stats, we went we, hard. We even had a trade. Yeah. We had and, a trade between both teams. Yeah. <laughs> but Jake was the one that kind of, I had never really played basketball. He's kind of the one that really put a basketball in my hand right. and then introduced me to the Lakers, like, yo, come over to my house and let's watch a Laker game and chill. And I was like, all right, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I just fell in love. That was that was it. And me and you just clicked from there on in. It we was did. like everything we talked about and did was on the same level. Right. And it's been like that even when you moved away to San, San Bernardino. So yeah. And it's never changed. I mean, even when you were in Virginia and you yeah. moved down to San Diego. The darkest, time, ever, of, the yeah. darkest time of my life, yeah. by the way. Nothing ever changed. So I, I owe a lot. To you, man, because oh, thank uh, you, man. I think um, y- another thing I want to say is congratulations on not only your job with the Clippers, because I know that's your love and that's uh-huh. something you want to be in, right? But congratulations on this show, thanks, man. Because I think it is starting to take off, and people are starting to realize, you know, that uh, this is good work. This is just good, good listening. You thank know what you, I mean, brother? I appreciate it. And that, man. you are one of the few, if not the only person I've ever known in my life to say. I want to be in radio when I get older and be in radio. Damn, thanks, That bro. is like, I, I'm serious. <laughs> I, I really can't even think of another friend that I've ever known that has said, when I grow up, I want to do this, and they've ended up doing it. It's thanks, just, man. You know, I've been talking about it since I was like yeah. seven. Like, and I've, I've, always I've, always, I've always envied that about you, man, because that takes a lot of dedication and a lot of hard work. And uh, people talk about it and people, you know, about putting in that shit. But mm-hmm. in reality... Not a lot of people accomplish it. And I appreciate that, man. Seriously. And I didn't so. pay him to say that. I promise you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you listen to no, my he man. Because he's not making that money yet on this podcast. <laughs> I was looking for staff earlier to get me a drink. And he was like, you got to get your own drink, bro. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're at my house. <laughs> Actually, we're at my sister's Casa de Militant in the house. Yeah. You know, we, so. can, film a, we can film like yeah. MTV Cribs here, for you know. sure. And uh, I'm sure a rapper would be happy to be, you know, in this backdrop. You know, um, I, I would front like it's my place, you know, <laughs> and I might do that later on, try to impress some I, people. I front when they're on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to my man, Paul Wilson, a.k.a. Peter, my man for 37 years here on the Big Brother Jake podcast. We were going to start Lakers and we already went sideways. This is, <laughs> be ready. This is this is the rest of the interview because <laughs> sure. this is how we talk anyway. And he, this is what he hates about me. I'll start on one thing, go seven different subjects bring it back and he already was like what the fuck are you talking about like why are we going back to this man i was right, like because that's right. where we started with and he's like whatever man and he'll walk away and that's why exactly. i love him well okay lakers lakers <laughs> oh my god where do i start okay right now. now first of all we all know 
You are not a fan of LeBron James. I am not a f- Okay, let me <laughs> let me clarify some stuff cuz a lot of people in my circle just know me as the LeBum hater. <laughs> LeBum. All right. That's what I have dubbed him. And I'll tell you why. I have a lot of respect for his game. I don't ever down anybody's like game in the NBA because right. they're professionals. They got there for a reason. But I do downplay on people's, you know, overall game and, right. and, and decisions they make in their career. Mm-hmm. And LeBron lost a lot of respect to me, <clears throat> respect for me as a fan. Right. When he jumped ship, you talking, because, you're talking about from Cleveland from, to Miami. From Cleveland to Miami. Okay. Yeah, and then back to Cleveland and now to LA. I mean, it's just not a, it's just not a good look for somebody right. of that caliber. You just declared yourself the goat. Okay. Yeah, that pissed me off. And, major, and major. You, you've only won. You haven't even won more championships than Kobe, for sure. Okay, right. You're probably not going to win more than no. Jordan. No, he won't. And you're never going to touch anybody of the likes of Bill Russell. Correct. Okay, let's be honest. Nobody yes. is. So to declare yourself the goat because you came back from a three-one deficit in this day and age game. Okay. Yeah. I think is a little. It's a little much, and and your peers. Should be declaring you that, mm-hmm. not yourself. Not yourself. That self-glossing is ridiculous. Yeah. So that that just is why. But it, can the guy ball? Fuck yeah, he can ball. Right. All right. I mean, the guy. I mean, I've never seen. <clears throat> you know, of all the high school guys that have come out, mm-hmm. that dude handled him like a professional. From he the did get go. He did. He did. Okay. He was hip to the game. He knew what he was building, mm-hmm. and, and I I have more than enough respect for him for that. Right. You know what I mean? Because his right. brand is forever going to live on, even no matter what his game ends up being. So that for sure is 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 legit. But I'm just not a fan of somebody that jumps ship. You, you should have been bringing people to you. Right. Cleveland should have fucking four championships right now. I agree. At least four, fight for four rings right now. Mm-hmm. And guys should be clamoring at playing there, regardless that it's Cleveland, you know, right. whatever. They should be there, go there. I mean, that's just how it is. I, I can't even imagine when Kobe was talking about leaving the fucking Lakers and going to the Clippers, <laughs> yeah. how that would have turned out, man. Uh, that would have been... I say Kobe would have brought a championship to the Clippers. Yeah. Straight up. I, I think he would have, too. Absolutely. Because I think people would have said, oh, if he's willing to jump, then I'm going to go play with him. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I don't really see that so much with LeBron. I've seen him more or less saying, I want to go play with this guy. Right. And uh, whatever in t- his intentions are here in L.A., I guess will unfold in the next four years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, right now, you know, obviously the Lakers need a leader, and he he's it. It, right. it shows. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy hasn't been in for six weeks. He comes back, almost drops a triple-double, and they win a, right. a a really important game. So I can't take that away from him. But right. he's still and will ever for – I don't care if he gets a fucking ring this year. <laughs> they pull off the miracle and win a ring. That is championship LeBum. That's just how it's going to be in my book. So it's going to take a lot for him to maybe change my views on that. So, you know, yeah, so we'll see. Because <laughs> I know as soon as it happened, and I, and I even told you, like, I, I know some people who know some people is going down. He's like, no, I don't care. I don't, He's not on board. And you know who I felt about the same way you did about LeBron? Carl Malone. You know how oh bad God, I hated that guy. Okay. Dude, I almost <laughs> probably stopped becoming a Laker fan when right? they made that signing. Right? I could not believe it. I was like, I know you guys are trying oh, to, man, I hated that to go for the gold right now. Right. But of all dudes. Of all people. Of I was all I was guys. okay with Gary Payton. I yeah. like I like Gary Payton. But I'll be damned. I did not like Carmelo. I, I, res- I respect hated that those guy. guys. I respect those guys more when they played for a team that they didn't win a championship. Right. Because they were still like mm-hmm. top 
dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You still had to get through them if you wanted to get to the finals. Right. Utah was still a force, and I respected that of him, even though I wasn't a fan, uh-huh. you know, of Carl Malone or John Stockton, fucking taking over the lead of Magic Johnson. <laughs> that piss was off so bad. Dude, another thing, I almost cried over that. Yeah, I but, know. Um, but anyway, <laughs> you know, nonetheless, it, it, it was uh, – uh, yeah, I did not like that signing. I no. loved, I loved the everybody else, you yeah. know, Gary Payton and stuff. I yeah, but Carl that. Malone was not. But the, then, of course, no. you saw the end result. Yes, we did. Yeah, I, I you know, <laughs> let's just move on. Let's move on. Move on. <laughs> so now, present day Lakers. <laughs> yeah, present day Lakers. <laughs> you know, they're talking about this trade with Anthony Davis. Okay. Yeah. And they're willing to give up everybody to win now. Wow. And what, what, what's your take on that, man? I, I'm not. I, I, I say keep Kuzma. I, you can get rid of everybody else, but. For some yeah, reason, I'm a, I'm I love a, I'm Kuzma. I'm a fan of Kuzma. Right. I know I've had this argument with people online right. and stuff like that. Kuzma over Brandon Ingram yes. and stuff like that. And, um, you know, to me right now, I mean, stat-wise, and first of all, I'm not a stat guy. You're not. I, uh, stats only go so far in a game, okay? Because, and I'll tell you why. LeBron is almost a perfect example of it. A guy that can almost average a triple-double but can't hit the game winner. <laughs> it's, it's worthless. On a consistent basis or, you know, really. Right. It, or, or better yet, he has the ball in his hand, but then he passes up the shot, yep. you know, a majority of the time. I think yep. in, later in his career he's starting to realize, like, okay, I'm just going to do it. But, mm-hmm. you know, before, like, that that doesn't play into stats. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? That Agreed. plays into your your person your personality and who you are as a person. Uh-huh. And that says you don't want the you don't want that shine. <laughs> Whether you miss or take it, you don't want right. that. You know, that's how I view it. Mm-hmm. People like Kobe, I don't. I'll break it off the back of the backboard. <laughs> I'm taking the shot, right? It, because no one, I don't trust anybody else, and I know I can get it off, right? You know what I mean? So he lacks that killer gene, exactly. That's what you're saying, okay. exactly. And yeah. and I think he is a killer, but he's a killer through four quarters, yeah, or, or three and a half, three and a half. You know saying. what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. And then it becomes kind of like, well, if you're open, I'll give you the ball. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like no, bro. No, it, Kobe would have looked that dude off <laughs> and the other open guy off, and still took a shot in front with, and, with three people on. And him. whether we cursed him or not, right? We knew he would always take that shot, and we always felt good. I about don't him know that, that with shot. LeBron right. right now. Right? I don't know that when the when the chips are down and we really need it. Is LeBron going to be the one that takes the shot? I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. So, I look at uh, I look at this whole this whole trade thing <laughs> as like, you know, who who's going to benefit you? long term and who's going to really up their game Mm -hmm. i like what i see and i like what i hear from kuzma and in his attitude towards basketball and wanting to be great right i don't necessarily hear or see that from ingram and i know that's his his personality is very quiet Mm -hmm. he seems like a very quiet dude or whatever so i'm trying not to judge too much and i like brandon who's great i think some of the stuff he brings to the lakers you're not going to get from most players in the league you know Mm -hmm. he's long uh, when he goes to the hole, the way he can like cock the ball back and still get a shot off, yeah, with a hand in his face, yeah, not a lot of guys can do that. But then you got Kuzma, who's like what two years in, mm-hmm. and the dude's got a left hand, he's got a right hand, yes, he can, you know, his dribbles needs to get a little better, and his defense is a little lack, but. The game's not based around defense anymore. It's based around it's, offense. It's a complete yeah, defense is a lost so, art in basketball. Yeah, now. so to me, offensively, his skill level is pretty high right. at a very early start in his career. So mm-hmm. that to me means that can only get better. Right. That's how I see it. Now, these guys have bad games, obviously. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But one of the things I looked at is it took Brandon Ingram to score 36 points, but it took the whole team to be out That's to true. do it. Yep. Kuzma has done that yep. a couple times yes, with the has. whole team mm-hmm. intact. Mm-hmm. So he might be a scorer, but man, wonder if your team is 
average, you know, if everybody's up to their average and you got a guy that can just out of nowhere drop 35, right. even with your starters in, mm-hmm. that puts you on another level, I think. You know what I mean? Right. So, absolutely. So, do you trade away your whole? <laughs> I mean, the, the, I'm kind of laughing because I feel like the New Orleans Pelicans are going to be the Los Angeles Pelicans when this is all done because they're going to have every damn draft pick yeah. the Lakers have had over yeah. the last three or four years. And, I mean, and what scares me about the Lakers getting, you know, AD is we won't have anyone else, like you said, and dude is hurt a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, he's always he's, injured. He, he is he, always he injured. He was sitting out the other night. And I, I really think there's maybe three guys in the league that right. really demand. For you to trade your whole fucking squad, right? He's not one of them. No, I agree. He, he's not one of them. I think Curry's one. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, I think Joel Embiid right now, right now, yeah. Could, you could tr- trade your whole squad for Joel Embiid. Absolutely. And I think you'll get something out of that yep. dude. Yep. Um. And, and and you know somewhere in there is maybe LeBron or, or Kawhi, you know Kawhi Leonard and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't see Anthony Davis being that guy, and that that worries me is because we're gonna maybe give away a lot. Maybe everything that mm-hmm. we built up to this point, right? And we're gonna have to rebuild, and so that's that's cool. Uh huh. But what happens in four years when you're just now getting the team together? But LeBron's like, right? Yo. And he's already at the end of his rookie yeah. for thirty eight. By yeah. the time, and he's... I haven't won a championship right. yet because we're rebuilding again, again. So that that's a big worry to me. It's like how much is a player really worth? And I'm not really sure. And I think the Lakers are in a good position right now with the way the market's going to be at the end of the year. Right. That, you know, you don't have to do this deal. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do this deal. I kind of like the way they're going at it with the Pelicans, which is like, look, we're not going to, you know, either tell us what you want by the 7th and let's get this done, or we're just going to move on to the summer because we're not going to sit there and battle people like the Celtics Mm -hmm. who have just as many assets as we do. And and I think that's good business. I think that's smart. But do you want to lose out? Again, because you're on the verge of doing it again. You're about to lose out on another George oh, and another letter, and that's a little tough to swallow. And I can tell right now that this trade talk is starting to bother the inner circle. Oh, absolutely. You, it, it affect, it's affecting Luke Walton right now. Oh, it, like yeah. You see it in the post-game conferences. This guy, he's looking lost. He's looking pissed off. Yeah. And the reports it, are coming out. They had a big yeah. old brouhaha after the game. Yep. So that's just not a good look, man. That's just not a good look. And and that that worries me because that's like even if you do keep a guy, and I go back to like the Odom trade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That destroyed Chris, him, by the way. Yeah. Never the I, had same a, I had an argument with, with a guy online about oh, it. Oh, I saw it. And I was I just like, <laughs> you know, they were like, oh, it's a business. And I'm like, I understand it's a yeah. business, dude. But you saw what business did to this team. You know, something got nixed. Of somebody's feelings got hurt, yep. and the team suffered for it. Absolutely, you know what I mean. That player suffered for it. I he, mean, he was never the same after never that. Never the same ever. So some guys can handle it professionally, and some guys can't. Right. And, and I'm just, you know, if you're looking at the team long term, I, I don't know. I, sometimes I wish these trades kind of went down a little bit more privately. Yeah, you know, because I don't think it's really the public's opinion until after it's done it's that whole internet thing now man you know social media has like ripped the doors off of privacy because i remember when we were younger like we'd see a laker get traded like what the how the hell did that happen yeah you would see him in the game (laughs) you wouldn't hear about the trade all of a sudden you'd be like is homeboy playing for the lakers (laughs) 
You know, and then they would like announce it during the right. game. It was like, yeah, so and so got traded. During the- <laughs> you hear Chick Hearn talking about a trade, like, what? Yeah. When did this happen? I, I don't remember being it, no. it being on blast like nah, that. Nah, now you, you know can't I mean? you can't go anywhere. Like all of a sudden, but so then again, stars weren't getting traded. That's true. That's you true. know what I mean. Yeah. It was the bums of the league and the, and the role player series. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It wasn't the stars. The stars were staying where they got right. drafted, and right. they were bringing people to them. You're absolutely, or they were, right. or they were just continuing to draft guys. So it's a, it's a different <laughs> team. It's a different league, and, and you're seeing that. You know, it's so I, I don't know. I I want the Lakers to be as good as possible, but I don't want them to to just shit their whole future. I mean, they've right. built they're, all they're these close to that right now. Yeah. They've built all this time mm-hmm. to do all this, and they're really about to give it all away for one guy with a big question mark. Right, absolutely. I mean, let's be honest, guys. If we take him right now, he's still got two years on his contract. Yep. He still has the option to leave at the end of the he year. He does. So now you got to sell him on staying mm-hmm. with the squad that you're going to basically dilute. It's almost like Dwight Howard all over again. You know, which well, yeah. by the way, that that was embarrassing as a Laker fan to see them grovel for that guy. And you and I never liked that oh guy. Oh my god, I, I could not stand that guy. Well, it was kind of the same issues. He's always hurt. Yeah, always hurt. You know, he's got he's already got a reputation of being bad in the locker yep, room, not taking him serious. Yeah, I haven't heard that about Davis. But, no, no. But the, but the injury stuff, you know, is a, is a concern to me. You're going to get this guy that you're depending on. I mean, yep. I, I did the math the other day. We're you know, if they gave away their really their core group, we're going to give away like 54 points a game for 30. Yeah. So who's picking up the other twenty five? <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, that I'm serious. Like, no, I, is I Hart gonna fucking pick up? You know, uh, you know, ten extra. No, he won't. Is gonna take? Nope. Is Rondo gonna pick up? No, 10 extra? definitely not. Unless it's all layups. Okay. And he doesn't drive to the basket so, that much so anymore. So yeah, we got a, We got this like great player, but now we can't compete with teams. Right. That that worries me. Yeah. I mean, right now, I mean, look what we did with the Warriors last night. We yeah. were I mean, we were completely not ready to battle no, that team, no. and we stuck with them. And, and it, they, you know, they, the they didn't try game. to step it up late, and it was too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we were competitive, and I, I don't think we'll be that competitive right. with Davis. Okay, so you're listening to my man Paul Wilson, aka P Dub, my man on the Big Brother Jake podcast. I'm kind of feeling these adult drinks right now. <laughs> I'm a lightweight again, but uh, feeling good. So <laughs> why hasn't why okay why hasn't anyone picked this guy up to be a basketball analyst? <laughs> Use that as your demo tape. There you go. Show. Show. Well, like I told you earlier, I'm trying. I'm hoping this this show gets picked up national, and I become the 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 male version of uh, what's her name, um, Christine Leha. I think yeah. that works for the herd, which who just got her own show. I think I read. Yes. So yeah. yeah, I'm trying to work my way into being the sidekick. Well, you you, know you, what I mean? you don't have to work your way into anything, man. You know you're already in there, bro. Your family, dog. You know. And I know I won't get the family discount, so I know I got to come out the pockets for this talent, but I'm I'm willing to pay that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a lot to do what I love. That's for sure. That's if why you love I, what you do, you shouldn't be asking for a whole lot of a lot of dough for it because well, that, I, I that would, should probably take up. I would never tell the Clippers or the Kings that though. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I would take them for every fucking dime they have. Whack ass. Hey, 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 hey! So, the right. player, not man. the Kings. Not the Kings. Uh, Kings are mutual. <laughs> The Kings are mutual because I'm not a hockey fan, but the, the, still, the I, would have, re- I would rep the Kings. The Clippers have treated me well. Thank the you very Clippers much. Need to go. The Clippers have treated me very well. Yes, Thank they you. Have, they have, and I appreciate the Clippers for giving my boy <laughs> back his back his love because yes. it, it, it is done a yes, number. And here's the thing, and, and, and full disclosure, because I'm an open book, and I've never been one to, to sugarcoat or hide what I've gone through. I mean, you could probably tell from 2014 to 2018, I was in a dark place, man, like – 
you know, I wasn't hang, wanting to hang out much. I was kind of hiding out. I gained like 50 pounds, like, you know, and I've I lost half of that. But, you know, you didn't even compliment me on that and it hurt my feelings. But, well, you know, I'll get over it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, doing what you love is, is, is a blessing, man. And, you know, I... This thing blows up. You, you you already know you got a spot. It's not even you know. No, I'm not worried about. I'm I'm more worried about your success and and your family's uh, happiness than Thanks, than man. anything I got going on right now. Oh so, please, you family too. No, nah, seriously. When I see this, it makes me shine. And and like shout outs to Clinton Wayne. Yes. If you guys don't know who that yeah, is, you need to yeah. you need to look that fool up. Yeah, he's dope. that's Barstow bred and born. Yep. And I have love for that dude too because he's out there doing big things he is. too. Yes. So anybody that's Barstow bred and born. That's doing something to put their name on the map, whether I make a comment on Facebook or not, or Instagram or not. You will always have my attention. You will always have my love. No I appreciate doubt. that, man. No doubt. Appreciate that. You know, because let's be honest. Growing up in the and we'll switch here to this. Okay, growing up in the city of Barstow, not even a city. It's not even a city. It's 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 a it's a shit stop. You go there, you take a shit, you go to Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> you pretty much. Your, <laughs> they're keeping it that way. That's for sure. Yeah, the, the, the city hasn't grown since we left. Mm -hmm. You know, I think five thousand more people, but to make it out of there is almost impossible. Like TJ Hushmanzada is one of the big names that left Barstow. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. They just oh, he went to L.A. Nah, he's from Barstow. That's that's Barstow. He grew up in the Ville. Like yep. he he's from Barstow, and you know. There's a lot of hidden talent there, but because people don't leave, they're stuck there forever. Yeah. And no disrespect yeah. to people that are still there, you know, because we got love for everyone that we exactly. still know. But exactly. I knew and you knew if we didn't leave, things would not be good for us. Oh, yeah. You know, for I was sure. kind of forced to leave by police escort because <laughs> my mom was scared right. of my dad. Oh, yeah. Your circumstances were obviously <laughs> different, you know what I mean? Than, right. Than some, but, you know, like with me. You know, I was at a point when I left there that, you know, I was pushing, I'm either going to get someone pregnant and be yeah, stuck here. Which a lot of people did. Yeah. We, we know, know grandparents at our age, you know. Or whatever, or I'm going to do something really stupid. Right. You know, and get myself in trouble. Or I need to get out of here, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I tried. I, I tried it first to go to uh, Arizona and uh, realized that, you know, that just wasn't going to happen. And, you know, I luckily enough that my sister had her roots here in San Diego. Yeah. And, she was able to put me on in a way that I will be forever grateful. And it's, you know, the rest is history. You know right. what I mean? Then it just became about getting you down here. Yeah. Like once I realized, you know, you were going in the Navy and you had a chance to get stationed down yeah. here. Was oh, like, I was fighting oh, my for God, fighting. please, 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 let's do this. <laughs> and then luckily enough, you know. It, yeah. it happened, and it, I'm so glad it did. Because it did. It, that it, made my that made my move down here a lot easier because oh, I was home sick. I know you were, bro. And, and I was like, I know you even contemplated even going back. And I'm like, yo. Uh, well, yeah. you know what? <laughs> uh, the only thing that made me really kind of contemplate on going back was, you know, can I make it down here? Right. And at the time, because I wasn't really feeling people in the area. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I moved to an area that was racist. Let's just put it out there. Right. It was straight up racist. Yeah, yeah it was. And I was getting shit on my door, put stuff on my door, because they heard the music I played and, and how I walked and talked. And they were not feeling me, y'all. Not feeling me. Okay? I, true, true fucking story. It's, I'm not lying. No, you're, you never lie. You never yeah, lie. I am not lying, you man. Would, you never have there lied There was a straight-up skinhead group in my apartment building <laughs> that had their sights set on me. And I probably missed a, a, a jumping or an ass beating mm. um, probably by an hour one night when I came home from Barstow. Cause I went every weekend, yeah. every weekend yeah. I, I, when I moved down here, I came up every weekend from Barstow and, and uh, I came down a little later that night 
and my upstairs neighbor told me, if you would have pulled up an hour sooner, you would have been Damn. Off, you would have been in some shit because they were out thick and they I heard your name numerous mm. times. So luckily my family I told my family was popping and they were like, Let's get you out of there. So I moved out of there. But it was it was it was a mm. it was a eye opener. To come from a, a city, yeah, well, like it's a melting pot. Like nobody saw color <coughs> yeah, over there. You know nobody. I mean? nobody. I mean, we had our thing. I remember. I remember. You know, in high school, we had a little yeah. black uh, Mexican yeah. ordeal gang banging. But that's that jail you shit. Know? You know. And like, I had a couple people run up on me, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? We played soccer together and shit." <laughs> you know, or we, yeah. went to, we went to elementary school. Like, get the fuck out of here. But, <laughs> um, but you know, it was an eye opener because when I came yeah. down here, even though I still saw, you know. All the same races I saw in Barstow, it was a lot more segregated. Yeah. The, let me just put it to you. I live in when I first moved down here, I lived <laughs> I lived in a place called Lakeside. Oh yeah. Okay. Which already kind of sounds a little hillbillyish to me. <laughs> but it's but it's it's neighbor. It's neighbor was called Santee. And oh, I found out Santee, real quick, yes. real quick that it was actually dubbed Clan T. <laughs> if anybody that knows me. Oh man! <laughs> I mean, you would know right off the bat. Yeah. Paul don't fit that bill. No, at all. And he's gonna stick out. Okay. <laughs> and I did. So I ended oh up moving God. to a little more predominant white area called Poway. <laughs> <laughs> look, hey, but look, Tony Gwynn lived here. God rest yeah, his soul. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so but you know, you know, but it was, um, but you know, it's just, it's just crazy because honestly, San Diego is a little bit more. I feel like it's got its spots, you know yeah. what I mean? It, not like Barstow. Like Barstow had its spots, but for the most part, we all came together, Yeah, you know, in certain areas where like here, it's like, you know, Mira Mesa is predominantly Filipino, Filipino, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and, and stuff like that. And it's, you know, and then you get down a little bit more south and S- it's predominantly. Southeast, it's brothers. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get fan down Mart. Chula. Shout out to Fan Mart. <laughs> yeah. You know, then you get down to Chula Vista. And so it's yeah. crazy. It's yeah. kind of crazy, man. It's hard for me even being here now. I moved down here when I was 20. Yeah. So, you know, going on 43 years or 23 years here, it's like, it's crazy me to still see yeah. that and still kind of like, I'm not, I'm still not comfortable with that. Even though I yeah. love San Diego. Yeah. It's still very uncomfortable sometimes when I go into a certain area and I just see predominantly one. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, we've, cause we've never, yeah. We don't care about that shit. You <laughs> no. know, it's like, it's always been like, you know, I, you, I you're my homie. You got my back. I don't care what color you are. Yeah. You know, especially with women. Yeah. I, you know, well, I like Latinas, but yeah. like, <laughs> but I like, I like them all. But I'm just saying, you know, I don't care about color. But you gotta have a booty. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> slip that in. Just slip that. Oh, in. Well, I, you know, I, I'm open book. I don't care. <laughs> uh, you listen to my man Paul Wilson, aka P Dub. My man, 37 years and all on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Now, I <laughs> the the one thing that you know probably shocked the hell out of you was me joining the military i think that pissed you off really bad it pissed me off really bad because i pissed away a, a scholarship at grambling state university and i haven't really told that story but i'll tell it really quick to because it's gonna like tie this all in you know i i i moved down to san Bernardino after my mom you know got a police escort because my dad's gonna whoop her ass <laughs> god rest my dad so i love him <laughs> he threatened us <laughs> what can i say <laughs> I'm still sober. And, uh, <laughs> and so I moved to San Bernardino. Like, literally, I had 30 minutes to get out of there. And I called you, like, and that was, like, one of the saddest days of my life. Like, yo, Paul, I hate doing this to you, and I hate that you're finding out this way, but um, I'm leaving. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, San Bernardino. You're like, okay, well, when are you coming back? I'm like, bro, I ain't coming back. What? Yeah, yeah what? Bit, of, bit of a shocker. Yeah. It, I mean, I knew there were problems, but it was a yeah. bit of, like, you're just 
you're gone. You're like not coming back. <laughs> was, you know what I mean? It was either that or foster yeah, care. And I ain't trying to go to nobody's cra- foster care. It was pretty care. crazy. Right. And so, you know, I moved down to San Bernardino, which I, I loved. I loved and I had a good time. Like, I was able to recreate I myself. Good, I had some good time. I came you down did. there to visit. I used to stay for like weeks on end. Weeks on end. And uh, during the summer and stuff. And it was yeah. a blast. All my homies, I, they, they took you in like you were mine. I was like, had, this is my boy. At least, I remember at least two dances at the house. Oh. You know what I mean? That were just off the chain. It, it, it was as if House Party wrote it after us. Yeah. You know, it was funny. Sure. It, there were two dry parties, no alcohol or nothing. Nope. And nope. people to this day, to this day, I'm 42, they still talk about those parties. <laughs> Those were bomb. They were fun. Those were bomb. They were fun. You know, so I, I, I reinvented myself a little bit. You know, I was always uh, I was always good in school. You know that, like, because that was the one thing I yep. knew was going to get me the hell out of Barstow or San Bernardino or wherever the hell I lived. Right. And I got an academic scholarship to Grambling State University in Louisiana. Fast forward a little bit. My sister's like, hey, why don't you come kick it with me for six weeks? And then I'll drive you to Louisiana. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> All the money I saved up working at Del Taco, kind of blew it on alcohol and other stuff. And yeah. yeah, when you're in Virginia, you're like smack dab in the middle of like everything else around you is the shit. New York. Yeah. And, you got New York. You got like D.C. You yeah. got Miami. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're going to New York on the weekend. Yeah. We're going to D.C., Philadelphia. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the four or $5,000 I saved up was gone. And my sister's like, oh, you got to find a job. And I'm like, I ain't staying in Virginia. I hate this place. So I joined the military because my brother-in-law at the time, my ex-brother-in-law, he talked me into it. And I was like, yo, P, um, I'm joining the Navy. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> He was yeah, so mad at me. It. But I said, it's going to get me back to where you're at, bro. You know, he's like, well, I am going to move to San Diego. I'm like, I'll be there. He's like, you ain't coming. You're going to be stuck up. Nope. And so I went to A school, bust my ass, got top. Top, um, like, ranking. Because it's like you got to take this little A school course. It's like, you know, an apprentice school. And I had my choice of Honolulu, which I'm glad I didn't take, by the way, because my homeboy that went there, he was miserable, almost killed himself because, I don't know, probably over a girl. And then <laughs> it's always over a girl money. <laughs> I wasn't going back to Virginia, and Long Beach was going to close anyway. So I was like, yo. And the first thing up there was San Diego. Took it right away. First phone call I made before my mom. <laughs> I was like, yo, P, I'm coming home. Yeah, I was ecstatic. <laughs> it's, I was like so pumped. Yeah, so, you know. And what was crazier, y'all, is when he showed up here, he was he weighed less than me. <laughs> when I when first I first moved, when I first moved down to San Diego, I think I was like a buck forty. <laughs> Not gonna get into what I weigh now. But I was like a buck forty. Yeah. And and when you got down here, I actually was like I had put on weight, but it was like yeah. good weight. Yeah, it was good weight. Yeah. And yeah. you were less than me. You weighed less than me. <laughs> I still have a picture, I think, of you and me up at my sister's house in Ramona. Oh yeah. That's when you first moved down. And you, you were scared. Dude, you were thin, yo. <laughs> But you busted your ass to get there. Like you yeah. you made a point, like I'm doing this for a reason. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I was super proud of you, but it was Thanks. a it was a huge shocker because before before you moved down and before you made that decision, uh-huh. I remember you coming down to Barstow and staying with me and Anthony yeah, at our yeah, place. And I we did. just did like a week and two weeks of just nothing but music. That's all we did. We recorded everything. every yeah. day. We wrote every but day. But at that time, you I remember you were like in a <laughs> <laughs> You were in another, yeah. You were in another space, dog. Like, Almost, yeah. Yeah. It I was, was like, what? This is not the Jake. This I ain't remember. the Jake. I know he got to no. get the fuck out of Virginia. Yeah, man. <laughs> Virginia was turning you into something. Bro, not it was nice. Dark times there, man. Let me tell you, like, I was. Uh, alone like i was calling you collect to the point i'm like paul i ain't got no money i'm calling you collect like twice a week like i miss you bro and you're like i love you man but you can't keep calling me collect (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and so, you know, it was just a bad time. And my sister was kind of finding herself. She was a young parent, and she didn't know what she wanted. And now she's yeah. happy and stuff, you know, and we beat her in yeah. spades last night. Yeah. yeah. I and told her. I already knew. <laughs> Let's not get into that. No, nah, it, it was pretty, it, it was bad. She was legit pissed off at me. <laughs> so much so, it was late, and she's like, you know what? I forfeit. And signed it. And I put it on uh, Instagram. Damn it. So, you know, fast forward, we get, I get to San Diego, and we're having fun. Every night we're doing some. Every weekend, you know, I come up, you know, and uh, hang out at the crib. You know, your sister was never home, so you, like, had the crib to yourself. And uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. We were, well... <laughs> Was I staying with my sister? At that you time? were. You were. You were. Okay. Yeah, you were. That's when we were living together. Yeah, okay. No. Wait. 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 You're right. We. You didn't. You just moved into your spot in, on Pomerado. Pomerado. Yeah. yeah. In Poway. Yeah. San Diego. And uh, we couldn't get alcohol just yet. Yeah. We were. T- we were, we're both 20. twenty. We we're twenty. And so he's older than older than me by three months. Yeah. So three months. Two months. So pretty much yeah. it was like two months. We just. Did the normal thing, you know what I mean? We we went out and got something to eat, and then yeah, and stuff like that. We had a routine where we would like uh, he would come up on the weekends. Yeah, he would stay at my house on the weekends. Uh huh. On Sunday, when I had to take him back to the boat, we hit up a Chinese buffet. Oh, is that place still open? No, it's Damn. gone. Well, it's still a. I think it's a sushi place now, but not the buffet anymore. No, that so anyway, place was bomb. Man. Yeah, we do the Chinese buffet, and then we'd hit this nickel arcade in, in yes. uh, Mira Mesa. Mira Mesa, yeah. And we would rock that for a while. And like, then we'd be I'd, there hours. Yeah, and then I'd shoot you back to uh, the boat, and we'd yeah. do it again the next weekend. Yeah. But yeah, I was then on Then I finally the, uh, got a car, and you were probably happy about that. <laughs> no, well, it was nice, because then because there were times like you wanted to come up during the week, but yeah. it just didn't work out. Yeah. So now you then were Then I bought me a car, up. and yeah. Yeah, and everything. So that was, that was then. I'm trying to remember when I moved. I mean, I remember when me and Michelle got together, but I don't remember you being over a lot. I felt like at no, that I, point I was, I was, you I were was on Westpac. Okay, yeah, I was uh, during that time. I was, I, I was out to see a lot because yeah. I was always like writing letters, like "fuck yeah. this shit," I hate the navy. <laughs> yeah, but then we were we were in Japan or not Japan, but like China, and we were in Hong Kong, and I wish you were here. Yeah, and then Australia, <laughs> I almost didn't come home yeah. <laughs> because I found me like seven hotties. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm gonna talk about it. Yeah. that. Was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. I was if I did not meet my wife when I did, I would have went back real quick, and I was like, I "Yo, P, you need to come I with me because you black enough." <laughs> I, be- <laughs> I, I, I like you. Yeah, I remember you telling me oh, when yeah. you got to Australia. I was I was not coming home. Loved it. And oh. It was like it was hard to get back on the boat it, from that place. Let me let me tell you like this, man. The ugliest dude. I won't say his name, Anthony Wolf. I won't say his name. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, Anthony. But everybody, even the dudes that like we could not pick up in the states. Had women, had two, and that was dope. <laughs> that was a good time. Well, that was a good time. But well, I digress. So <laughs> we're so, in our twenties. Yeah. So we're in our twenties. <laughs> it's coming, y'all. All right. And, <laughs> Tell and, your at, side. and at this point, you know, we were we were thinking of ways, you know, that we could go out and have a good time. Yeah. You know, since we couldn't get in the clubs. Well, Jake started going to TJ with the boys. It, they, they. Uh, I remember him telling me in the beginning. He's like, "Yeah, I'm always being asked to go to TJ. These guys go like freaking fucking every night <laughs> and shit." And I was just like, "Okay, well." Uh, at that point, I I hadn't really gotten into <laughs> TJ in Mexico. The whole point, even though it was very popular in oh, San Diego, it was yeah. I hadn't really heard the buzz or, or gotten into that. So then eventually, Jake's like, "All right, I've been going to TJ like every, <laughs> you know, like every Friday and every Thursday with these guys. They go and he's giving me like." 
you know all the info of what's going down there and so it's kind of interests me but at the same time i'm still a little bit like it is another country you gotta cross a border like he's telling me you better watch what you say when you come back over because if you don't say it right they'll just you know take you out of line they snatch you out of yeah, line so i'm just like dude this is that's a lot just to go have a good time so but you know again we're like like we were literally months away from being 21 yes, so it yeah. was really wearing we, on yeah, us it was. to like we, get out and party the, yeah we won the club really so bad finally finally cue the fucking music because <laughs> here it comes finally this guy fucking says can i get you to go to tj this weekend and i'm like i'm down all right. Which shocked me because I was, I was waiting for a no and had like two other homeboys on stage. So I had heard enough at this point that it was like, all right, I think I can get through this night. It sounds like we can do this. Let's do this. <laughs> so off we go to TJ. All right. And <laughs> believe me, y'all, if you've never been, it, it's an experience. It, it is. is. It, as it, soon it, as you it, cross yeah. the border, it's, it's a sad experience because as soon yes. as you cross the border, you're looking at small children. Ugh. Okay. Wait, you're making me feel worse. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you all the de- I'm gonna give you the details. Oh, Some people man, have never gone. Bit. Yeah, that's true. Go ahead. Some people I'm never, sorry. Go never ahead. crossed the border right. and, and seen the, that shit. But there's young kids like sitting there in blankets trying to sell you sticks of gum. Yeah, true. Like whatever they can to give you, you know, get some cash on you. So yeah. that already was like hard for me. And I saw your face and I was, I was like, just like, we're gonna what go the back. Fuck. <laughs> like I couldn't. I was like, really? I'm supposed to go party in this? <laughs> So, but nonetheless, you know, we get we get a, 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 a cab, yes, and off we go to Revolution. Oh, Avenida de Revolution! Right. Oh my! Favorite. We hit Revolution, oh, and as soon place. as we hit Revolution, we're just walking, we're just checking things out. And now, describe it. It's a nonstop party. It's like it, it's just club after club everywhere. after club. Yes. It's outside. It's inside. It, you know, you see all walks of life. And yes, it's, and honestly, it's majority. It's really young. Yes. people and military yes. that, that is the majority of the people that are yes. walking the streets but jake warned me right <laughs> off the bat keep your hands in your pocket because you're gonna have some prostitutes roll up on you and they're just gonna stick their hands in your pocket I heard from a friend and try to get it, try to get in your pocket yeah, so they try, they try. They so try. that was already like number one like okay damn i saw his face like pecker you know? up like man why am i here yeah you know <laughs> and as we're walking as he's walking and telling me this i i kind of oh. brush shoulders with this dude <laughs> As we're walking across the street, and all I hear this guy go is, want some cocaine? You want some cocaine? You want some cocaine? I was like, what the fuck? You know, Jake kind of heard it, and Jake just kind of was like, that's not the, that's not the first, that's not the last, nah, bro. Just, just let it ride. All right. <laughs> Let's go. I'm like, okay, cool, you know. So we make it to, I think, I don't know what club we went to. It, but was, we, co- it was just one, I think, that had, like, good drink specials or something. Yeah. I think we just went there to get our buzz. But the ultimate goal was to go to Iguanas. Yeah, Iguanas was where we were yeah, ending. That's, yes. that's where we were going to end but, up. But let's let's add to it, okay? Did we not get phone numbers? Did we not meet a few hotties that are like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, you meet, you meet some girls and stuff. Yeah. No, no, for sure. I yeah. mean, that's, you know, 20, 20 You had a good old. time up You're to that point. You a good time, yeah. Yes, I sure. showed you a great time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's, and I let's even get have that to, out there. I have to kind of even think about my story because I know I went, I think I went two or three times total. And yes. one of the other ones, one of the other times we went, we went into a strip club. <laughs> and you told me before we entered the strip club, now look, bro. <laughs> First of all, there's gonna be there's there's dudes in here dressed yes, up like chicks, yes. so don't say anything or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I remember. And then second I of forgot, all, I totally forgot. Second of all, he's like, don't make eye contact with the strippers because they will not only put their shit all up in your face, 
but they'll do whatever it takes to get that fucking tip. So I'm like, all right, cool. So it, it happened something like that, yeah. yeah. And I'm not lying. As soon as we stepped foot in this in this strip club, as soon as we stepped in the strip club, the first person to greet me was a fucking dude in drag or whatever you want to call it. And and I immediately was like, that's a fucking dude. Okay. Which Jake had to pull me to the side and say, "Don't do that, man. They will they will remove you oh, like uh, from the side or the back." I totally forgot about you. that part. Yeah. <laughs> then we got up to the stage. The only seating they had was like right by the oh, stage. Man. We watched. I'm not. I'm not lying. The whole the whole uh, wall next to us was mirrored. Yeah. I watched the whole stripper through the mirror because I didn't want to make eye contact. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> I sat looking at the mirror. Watching the stripper because I did not want to make eye contact with this chick. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's he's looking I over. He's like, "Oh, I know those dudes. I know those guys at the fucking that are right up against the fucking stage. They're hammered. One of them's got a cowboy hat on. She takes the cowboy hat off, dude. Puts it on her head. Starts putting her her stuff like all up in boy's face, and he ain't phased. He ain't phased. All right." Meanwhile, Jake has ordered drinks. Oh my God. I, I, it's all coming back I to totally, me right now. I totally it's all coming back it. to me. Meanwhile, Jake Jake orders oh drinks, right? They bring a drink over, and it's just a shot. All we had was a shot of tequila. Oh, Dude, there yeah. must have been a fucking horse steroid in that tequila. Yeah, yeah, because I left that place oh. absolutely Off of one shot. Off yeah. of one shot. Yeah. I was like, what, what the fuck was in that shot? <laughs> So, but we left, but that yeah. was, I, I just remember like, dude, I totally forgot. that was on a whole nother level. And I don't even know if that was the same night. I think that no, might've been night two. That might've been like a different night That was something. totally a different night, Paul. Although I'm having a hard time remembering because I could have sworn after our iguanas thing, uh, I didn't come back. Look, but maybe I did. I did come back with my brother. Yeah, you didn't I go back with me. Him, yeah, you didn't go back with me because like you were pissed at me. You were pissed at me. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't totally. Come on, come on, bro. I, I think you didn't talk been... to me for three days. I don't remember that. I can't recall that. <laughs> go ahead. Finish I can't. The... I can't recall that. Tell you. So anyway, side. so yeah. so okay, we make our ways to iguanas. Oh All right. boy, this is fun. No, <laughs> there's some details that were left out. Not not big details, but little ones that you guys are probably gonna find kind of funny. <laughs> so we get up in in, in, in iguanas and it. It's bumping. It's, it's, it was it's packed. packed. Honey's it, everywhere. Yeah, it's Honey's bumping. everywhere. I was like, okay, this is this is cool. So we're up in there. You know, we're dancing. We've danced a couple oh. times. We're having a drink, and all of a sudden, you hear like prat prat. Like, yeah, it, 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 I couldn't really tell what it was. I thought it was DJ effects. I thought I yeah. thought they blew the speakers. Yeah, that's what I honestly yeah. thought. I was like, damn, did these blow the speakers? They've done that before. They yeah, do, they, they always blew the speakers. <laughs> I'm all, and I turned to Jake. I'm like, "What was that?" <laughs> and and you know, Jake just is like, "I don't know. I don't even think he heard it." But you know, he's just like, "Ah, oh, I didn't hear." I was it. in you know? the groove, man. I then all of a sudden, there. all of a sudden, you look over, and all of a sudden, you start seeing like what looks like <laughs> policemen, federally, or like pushing their way up through the crowd, right? Oh, and I'm like, Jake, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> this is what he left out, y'all. What he said to me, he said, "Oh, oh, I heard they sometimes do skits." <laughs> And I was like, what kind of fucking skit? But they used to. They used to have like, they used to be like, what things. kind of skit are you doing with semi-automatic weapons around your neck right now? Oh my God. So 
you know, just as we're kind of like mulling that over, <laughs> they pretty much are like shoving people against oh, the wall. Yeah, they got the us. DJ comes on the on the mic. He's like, I need all the men to the right, all the women to the left. Like they're splitting yeah. everybody up. Yep, I remember. Okay, so again, I'm just like, dude, what the fuck is going on? This was like probably my worst fear. You yeah, know what I mean? Because I had heard. Was, yeah. I had at that point, I had done all my research and I had heard nothing. <laughs> that the one thing you didn't want to fuck with. Was the popo in Mexico? Oh no, you don't. Okay. You don't. You got to pay to get yeah. out of there sometimes, huh? So, um, so anyway, so they're they're shoving, oh. and they were more focused on the men. At yeah. That point. Oh yeah, the women left. They all so left. So they're like kind of pushing people around. Uh, I got frisked at least seven times. Yeah. And I'm talking frisked. I'm not talking just full like, on like yeah violated. Like they, they put me up against the wall. They yeah, frisked me for sure. The last time I got frisked, yeah, right after I got frisked, the last time. I got separated from you. We were like yeah. right next to each other. And then I looked back because I got separate. I was about halfway down the stairs. And I looked back. I was like, where the fuck are you at? All I see is Jake's. <laughs> <laughs> All I can see is Jake's hands up against the wall. That's it. I can't see his head. I can't see his body. He's oh, covered by federally and man. other people trying to get out. But I see Jake's hands on the wall. Oh. And I'm kind of looking back, and all of a sudden, I have one of these federales in my face, and he's like, you know, he's saying to me in Spanish, like, yeah. I pretty much get go, you know, you yeah. need to go. Yeah. And I'm like, my compadre, my amigo, <laughs> you know, I'm doing whatever I can to try to explain to him, like, I'm waiting for my boy over here and shit, and he ain't, he ain't trying to hear it. And at one point, he just cocks his gun in my face. Yeah. Chick, yeah. chick. Yeah. And, and I, I heard like, that. I was like, yeah. just at that point, <laughs> Jake's makes his way out of the crowd. It's just like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> So we're like running down the stairs, and right at the bottom of the stairs is a cabin. Oh he's, just, he's just sitting there like his doors are open. Like he knew exactly what the fuck was going down and everything. And we we're like, to the border, you know, and we jump in and get in the car. And, of course, Jake is – one thing I loved about uh, going with Jake was that he knew enough Spanish at that point yeah. that um, he was able to, like, talk these guys down in price. <laughs> At that point, we didn't have a whole lot of money. We had probably 30 bucks on yeah, us, we bro. Were, yeah, we didn't have a whole lot of money. So Jake is like, this guy's like driving away. But at the same time, we're like trying to, you know, work a deal out to yeah, get him back, to yeah. get us back to the border. Yeah, he took and, the shortcut, too. He didn't go down the long way. Yeah. He went through these side streets. I ain't never been. So, yeah, so we get back. We get back to the border. Oh, and, you know, man. we're crossing, but we're we're both buzzing. <laughs> we're, we're and so painting. now Jake is reminding me, like, exactly what to say. <laughs> To the border when we're crossing because if I don't cause, and I'm not lying to you there was about I think six dudes in front of us and the guy up front yeah. slurred his fucking words. Yes, he did. He said on, he was from Afghanistan. I don't know what he said. I remember that. I part. just remember the going saying the guy looking at him and saying you know citizenship or something yeah. and that dude like and they just yanked they just yanked his ass out of line. Dude, I never sobered up so fucking quick in my life. I was so like focused on. I was just repeating oh, the same thing in my head. Yes. U.S. citizen, I'm a U.S. U.S. citizen. Yeah, because I told you, say it, man. Yeah. You're not coming home. Yeah. So you know. So we get over, <laughs> and uh, and off we go. I can't breathe. <laughs> so yeah, and that and that was that was I, that was our first. I'm pretty sure that was the first experience, and yeah. we didn't go. I didn't go for a while. You, you didn't go I with me like, after I'm that good. one, though, because the first time was the story you told that nobody ever heard. Thank I was you like, for I'm that, fucking, by the way. I'm fucking good. <laughs> I'm not going to Mexico no more. I will wait uh, till I'm fucking that. 21. You said that you're like, no, nope, I'll tap the shoulder. I'll, I'll ask my sister. I'll ask whoever else. I am not going back. And yeah. I, I went back many more times after that. But yeah. he was like, nope, 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 Paul. Man, I got some money. Nope. Yo, Paul got, nope, you know, it's just like. Yeah, I, 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 I think I was like too, I mean, you had a little bit longer. 
yeah. than I did until 21. But at yeah. that time, I think I had two months. I was like, sorry for you, bro. I'll be going clubbing and I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> and I'll never forget. Because when my dad came home, like my dad came out to visit us. We were at um, San Diego Airport. You're at the bar. That's when you could go meet people at, at the airport back then before 9-11 happened. And I was mad because I, I wanted to drink with Paul at the bar. And he's like, hey, Bill, how you doing, man? And my dad's like, yo. And he's like, how come you ain't up there with him? I'm like, uh, dad, I'm your son. You know I ain't 21 yet. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Couple weeks, couple weeks, couple days. Oh, man. Yeah, so. <clears throat> well, you know, thanks there, for there, telling the other story. There, there's, a side, there's a side story, <laughs> oh, too. God, one oh, of, you know, because no. when your sister oh, moved no. down to San Ysidro. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, go ahead and tell Then it, it became even a bigger ordeal to go to Mexico because she was literally right by the border. Dude, like 700 yards, like yeah. not even far. And I remember uh, one night we went, I think uh, that was the first night your sister went, she almost fought that chick on yes, the street. Yes, that's right! That chick was like 99 pounds, <laughs> bumped into Tracy and was oh. like, what up, bitch? And I was like, I just stepped, you remember me stepping yes. in front like, yes. you don't want to get you fucking don't. demolished right now. <laughs> even her friends were like, oh, thanks, you know, <laughs> thank you for saving her from that ass whooping. I remember that. Oh, my God, dude. But we got back to your sister's. I didn't drink that much that night. But I don't know if you remember this story or if I told you a story. But prior to going down there, this is my own little story. Yeah, go ahead, Paul. But prior to going down there, I love bragging about this, too, because any time people get a a speeding ticket, I let them know. So prior to going down there, I had to get gas at a 76 gas station. I roll up and get gas. And at this time, you could pump before you pay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So I get done pumping, and uh-huh. there's no attendant. Like, there's nobody around to take my money. I'm like, what the fuck? Or whatever. And I easily could have gotten my car and rode off. Okay? <laughs> Easy. But I was like, I'm not going to do that. So I go, and I'm like banging on the garage door. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. All of a sudden, here comes this like 18-year-old kid, <laughs> straight puffing in the back. You know, he was like smoking one. He's like, yeah, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, can I pay for my gas? Yeah. He's like, oh, man, some most people just leave. <laughs> no shit, dog. It's like, I was about to because I got to be somewhere. But here's the cash. He's like, I appreciate that. So I leave, go down. We have our thing. Yeah. I stay at your sister's. I, I, I think I passed out for... A couple hours, and then around yeah. 2 or 3 in the morning, I got up in my car, and I left. Yeah. I'm driving up the freeway, and at this time, I lived in Savory Springs. Uh-huh. You know San Diego. Savory Springs is literally right off the freeway. It's right mm-hmm. by Poway. Mm-hmm. And I lived, like, on this hill that you could see from the freeway. So I'm driving, and I'm not lying. I left your sister's house, and from the minute I got my car, I was doing at least 90 yeah. the whole way home. <laughs> okay? At least 90. And there wasn't anybody on the street. Right. Not too many, anyway. So I get to about Mira Mesa, which is like an exit or two exits from my house. And I don't know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> but I thought, you know, at this time I was driving a, a LeBaron, yeah. which was my mom's car. She yep. gave it to me. I moved down here. I so I had something that. reliable. Yep. And this thing had some giddy up. So at some point I'm like, I want to see if this car can still fucking... <laughs> can still go so i floor it to about i'm doing probably about 120 miles an oh, hour at this point and i notice in my rear view really bright headlights <laughs> and something just in my mind was like man i hope that's not a cop and just as i thought that <laughs> fucking cherries and berries <laughs> i look at my speedometer i'm doing about 110 you know because i was oh, coming down but yeah. i'm like oh my god not only am I fucking going to jail for probably yep. reckless driving, my yep. car's getting impounded, yep. my license gets suspended, mm-hmm. and I'm looking literally at my apartment complex yeah. on this hill. Yes. Okay, like <laughs> I was almost there. <laughs> so I pull over, cop comes oh up to my window, he's like, 
do you know why I pulled you over? And I was just like, I'm speeding, I guess. He's like, yeah, do you know how fast you were going? I'm like, 70? <laughs> He's like, no. Well, I had you well over 100, and I've been following you since the 805. Oh, my God. That's far. The 805, people, <laughs> is down in Chula Vista. Yes. Okay? Like, this guy had been telling me wow. for probably over 30 minutes, 45 wow. minutes, just waiting for me. To make a mistake. And yeah. there I do it right when I'm about to right be Right when you're going to turn into your truck. So he goes back to his car and makes me oh. sweat. Longest stay in my car for a ticket I've ever had. Yeah. And when he comes up, he specifically says, have you been drinking tonight? And I said, no, sir, I haven't. <clears throat> I was at a friend's house and, you know, down by the border and stuff. It's just been a long night. And yeah. He's like, all right. Is this your current address? And I was like, No, it's not. Actually, I live right there, you know. And I point at the at the uh, apartments on the hill, and he's like, Okay, well, because of the time of night and there's no way on the road, I'm gonna let you go. Wow, dude, my dude. jaw hit the fucking. <laughs> I was. I literally said to him, Are you serious? And he's just like, He's just like, Yeah, but you you need to you need to seriously chill out. And I'm like, oh. I, I'm sorry. I will. I will. I'm sorry. You know, I won't happen again. <laughs> A week later, my sister got a ticket for going like 10 miles over, <laughs> over the speed limit. So, but, oh, dude, man. I remember I got home, and the only thing I could chalk it up to was, you know what? It's because I got, it was karma. I'm a strong believer in yes, karma. Yes, you are. Yes, and you I are. just think, you know what? I could have easily bailed out on that gas yeah. and cheated that. And I think if you did, you'd have got, you would have got, I think I would have got a ticket. Yep. I always chalk it up to that. But anytime someone's like, hey, I got a fucking ticket, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I was going 120 and I got to let go. <laughs> But it, it was it, it's it's a cool story all around. I think because we had a great time. Oh, we probably one of the top five best that nights was, I've ever had. That was a good trip. That was a good trip. But that's because I already knew what to expect. Yes. and we were there for other people. Yes, and they had a good time. Yes. so it made it a good time. Yes, but, that was fun. But yeah, that was that was fun. That was come on, man. We have a good times, bro. Oh, no, no, we had I, some good times. Even and I, I seriously, I might have been a little a little perturbed with you over that whole thing because you, in, in my eyes, I'm like you put me in that situation. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, I put me in that situation. But but. I got over it pretty quick. You did. You because, did. Because the ultimate thing that night was we had a good time. It was fun yeah. and it was memories. I mean, yeah. obviously, I wouldn't be here talking about <laughs> it right wouldn't. now. And I could probably talk about it a lot more. Oh, but, we got some, but, but we might, we might that get was, in real trouble for That's those. how it went down that night. <laughs> the one thing that bothered me when you told the story was like the skit part. I was like, this motherfucker did say about the skit, <laughs> which I think is a key part because it's true. anybody who was told that night that this is a skit, if you would have saw what I saw, which was guys, guys in like vest. <laughs> And fucking hard helmets, you know what I mean, with federale across their chest. Said federale, yeah. I would have been like, what kind of? You would have said the because, same thing. But, what kind but, of fucking skit is it? But this? I'm telling you, because the night, the last time I was there, <laughs> they had like women police, and I was like, holla, oh shoot, you know. And and so I'm like, okay, the ladies are getting their just desserts this time because they hooked up the hel- the, the homeboys last time. So then uh, I'm like, all right, P, they do skits here, and he's like. Okay, and so I was I was already bumming because it was all dudes. Had I known, I would have found the first exit because I always try to find the exit whenever I'm in a sticky situation. Oh, and there was only one. There was one exit. <laughs> it, was only, it was upstairs. <laughs> you walked up a huge flight of stairs yeah, to get to this yeah, club. Yeah, it's like 30 steps. So bro. you were only going to go one way, and that was either yeah. down the stairs or out the window. <laughs> and I've seen that happen. Yeah. No. Well, I must say, we're still friends. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll always be. Forever and a day, man. Like, 
Pete, like, I, and I gotta say, because we're wrapping this up, and, you know, we're, we're we're taping this as the Super Bowl's about to kick off, and we're already getting the, the evil eye from the women, you know, to come eat. But you know what? It's my show. <laughs> my show. <laughs> sorry, hun. Sorry. No, don't. It's all right. It's all right. Um, I'm in trouble now. Um, <laughs> our friendship, like, we've been through hell and back, man. And I just want to personally thank you for um always being there always sticking there always always supporting me man like because you know i was always a big dreamer and i always talked big and you're like yeah jake you know but you, you weren't like dismissing me you probably just because i said it like 50 times a day like this is what i'm gonna do but you've always been there man like i could call you at two in the morning and be like yo i need a place to stay and 30 bucks and a shovel and you'll have 60 dollars two shovels <laughs> maybe a blunt and <laughs> i don't smoke though he does i mean uh he doesn't do that i mean thanks no, jake for putting my fucking <laughs> Shit on blast. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> we, no, I'm just kidding. I know. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Smoke one before I fucking came. He's still trying to get me to do it, man. Because I promised him when I got out the Navy, I'd do it. <laughs> Maybe on my deathbed, man. When I don't get tested. I don't know. I don't do that stuff because I am. Anyway, it's legal. But anyway, <laughs> I will not edit that. Don't worry. No, you're more than welcome, man. And you, I thank you, you for that. Seriously. Yeah, you don't even need to thank me for that. I mean, if you're if you guys are really true friends to people and you've grown up the way we've grown up, yeah, then stuff like that doesn't even need to be. I know, but put out there. But you know me, man. I'm one of those people. Like, if it's your birthday, I'm gonna make a big announcement because yeah, I love I you. If you've if you're if you've accomplished something huge, I'm gonna share it. You know, know. that's just the way I've Jake, always been. Jake is the ultimate hype man. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I, me personally, me personally, you're not gonna get hype. It's gonna take a lot for me to hype you up. I mean, I don't know. I'm more of a realist, so to me, it's like the proof is in the pudding. You know what I mean? Like even when Jake talked about doing radio, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, cool, man, cool." But to me, it was like I have to see it. I have yeah. to see it to believe. Yeah, he's it. a seer, man. So, yeah. yeah. And Jake is one of the few people that has shown me, you know, hey, man, I, I'm not. I'm real about what I'm talking about, and this yeah. is something I love, and I totally respect you for that, and I Thanks, just wish man. you nothing but the best. Thank you, brother. Because you do good, I do good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. no, 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 no. It, it's true. It's true because you know you you help me with a lot, man. You're responsible for letting this beast out the cage, man. Because I would have just been, you know, that fat Afro wearing kid with the chubby cheeks wearing the Tuscan jeans. You know, see, I don't. I've never seen you like that. I know that was your persona, but well, that, I lived in the shadow of my sister was, where we lived. That was I mean? never the case, in my opinion. I, I no, always you, you saw a different person. Yeah. You saw somebody that, that the only thing you didn't have, I think, growing up was was a little bit of confidence. Yeah, oh, but yeah, that was sure. more on a um, like a material level, I guess you could yeah. say, or a superficial yeah. level. Yeah. And once you kind of got over that, dog, it was <laughs> it, you left people in the dust. Thanks, man. You really did. Well, well, I think there was a difference between Barstool Jake and San Diego Jake. Like, yeah, you know, and San Bernardino is oh, why yeah. I love Total it so much. Growth. Yeah, oh yeah, all growth. Because when I came back, I had some swagger, you know. And you were like, for sure. Yeah, well, Jake, and you yeah. went through some shit too. Yeah. I mean, I remember the day that you called me and it was like, "Yo, I got jumped today. I got hit with bats." Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, f- why? Yeah. Like you're the fucking like the last person that comes off as you know confrontational, and it was all because of shit you wore. Yeah, you know, in San Bernardino, I was like, wow, that yeah. was that was crazy to me because even though we had games in Barstow, yeah, all the games were related. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like most of those guys were like cousins. Yeah. Like you I'm, know what I'm I mean? Gonna, I'm gonna box yeah, so, you in a ring, but so I ain't gonna kill knew, you. Yeah, 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 you kind of knew everybody <laughs> and what they what they were about. Yeah, but but when you got to San Bernardino, kn- uh, yeah, you didn't I, know anybody. They just nope. saw a new face. You're wearing yep. something I don't like. Yep. You know, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. the first night I got jumped. The first time I got jumped, you should never say the first time. You know? <laughs> but the first time I got jumped by eight dudes, 
You know, and they were bloods. I lived in a crip neighborhood, so I don't even know what they were doing there, which was weird to begin with. And then after all that stuff, the funny part is when we were doing, you know, walking down the street, I'm wearing blue. This Puerto Rican dude that I'm hanging with that's from New York, son, New York, where this blonde kid, all that stuff, wasn't scared of nobody. And what ended up happening was they asked me where I'm from. I said, Barstow. Bam, that was it. <laughs> Eight dudes stomping on me. And that sucked. So that's the first time. Second time, and I'm like, P, man, I'm going to jump, man. This sucks. It sucks. So then the second time, you know, I'm walking. I have a Raider jacket on. I know. I'm a Charger fan, but it's my brother's Raider jacket. My mom worked overtime, so I wasn't giving up that jacket for nobody. And I've told this story before. And um, this essay with a baseball bat just, like, give me your jacket to see. I'm like, man, I ain't giving you shit. Bam. He slapped me. And I'm like, man, slap him back. And then we start boxing, and then he runs to his car, and I'm like, oh, I got him. He's running to his car. <laughs> he ran to his car and got an aluminum bat and beat my ass. Now, if that bat was wooden, I would not be here today. But he hit me so hard when I had them overalls, you know, the airbrush overalls, like, you know, BBD poison. He hit me so hard, the stud got stuck in my hip, and I had to pull it out. Like, the doctor had to pull it out with some instruments and stuff like that. So, yeah, that sucked. But other than that, you know, and I'm a nice guy, man. I ain't trying to fight nobody. I'm trying to get your girl, but I ain't trying to fight nobody. So, <laughs> but yeah, there's that. So, uh, but we survived it. We survived it and we're good and life is good. And here we are sitting in San Diego in some scenic scenery, scenic scenery. Yeah. And I'm a college graduate, you know, just chilling, looking at this pool, looking at this valley and we're just loving life. We fathers now. You know, and still friends after all these years. So, you know. Love it. And I wouldn't change any of it, man. Not one thing. And I really appreciate you coming on the po- podcast, man. Like, this made my, like, day. Life, uh, millennium. No I've been know? waiting for this. I really have. I, I mean, <laughs> and I hope I, I'm able to come on some oh, more. Oh, you're, coming, you know, you're coming back because there, there's some stories we got to yeah, tell. Yeah, well, anytime there's Lakers involved, you well, can yeah, 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 no, for and, sure. And that's I'm the always thing. down to talk sports. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, whatever, yeah, whatever else. So we're gonna make yeah. it. We're Thank gonna you make for it having happen. me, man. No, absolutely, and, and and there will be another time. So thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, God bless. God bless. <laughs> thanks. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast. <laughs> oh man, uh, these last three podcasts, I'm just I've laughed harder now than I ever have. I gotta say, um. Paul, it was a long ride home, brother. Thanks for nothing. Spilled all that tea on us, man. I'm going to get you back because when you come back on the podcast, I got some stories for your ass, bro. <laughs> it was a good time. You know, we we're chilling in the cabana, you know, just enjoying some adult beverages. And the sun was out after a long, rainy day in San Diego. But it was nice to be in San Diego with my boy, Peter, Paul Wilson. Um, broke down the NBA as you heard, man. My man should be a, he should be an analyst somewhere. If, if there's any execs listening or some radio uh, shows that want a Laker insider, my man Paul Wilson, come on, man, dude broke it down. We'll, we'll get him to stop cursing as much, but you know, we'll, we'll, you gotta hire the man. But again, this was one of the most fun podcasts I've ever done in my life. Um, you know, I've had Stephen A on. J Dub, James Washington, you know, Amy Van Dyken, and I've had a lot of my friends on. You know, it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, but this this show with with Amy and Paul, 
by far is one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, if my laughter got on your nerves too bad, you're the one that listened, so it's your fault. But I can't even top these last couple weeks. So next week, I don't even know what the hell we're going to talk about. So we'll see what goes on. I have a story I want to share. I have a story I want to share. Um, you'll be surprised. Um, but again, thank you to Amy Van Dyken for coming on, Paul Wilson. And thank you guys for listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast. Man, it's been a great ride. It's been fun. Uh, let's keep it going. Help me get to number one, baby. Let my name be heard, and it's all because of y'all. Y'all spread the word. Please help a brother out, okay? But I appreciate y'all so much. And again, we'll be back on next week. Baseball's back. Finally. I'm ready for it. All right? Deuces! You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.